BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Tuesday, what's up, everybody? Welcome Yo-ho-ho. on in. There he is. There's Barrett. Barrett giving us the what's up, yes, everybody. sir. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis with you. Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Each and every day, three hours of power we deliver to you, and we love every second of it. We get to talk sports. So, gentlemen, how we doing? How's everything going? Good, man. Good. You know, um, hectic, hectic. Uh-oh. It's hot outside, fellas. It's hot outside. Always. Hot it ain't outside. hot. It ain't hot, bro. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Gunner, this to... is mild to him. Yeah, he like it. He, he used to being down there by Mexico, close to Mexico, where it's yes. just that's right. Dog. It's hotter than hot down there. What is what is this? Look at this. What is M. Ray starting up? Uh, why does my YouTube say Brooks saying hurts put on the show? D. Gun saying he struggled. That's something from a long time ago. Y'all, <laughs> I, what 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 are people talking about, man? You know, I'm gonna start doing like Allen Iverson. Practice. <laughs> we talk well, about practice. So speaking up, and, and what's up, everybody? We see everybody in the chat section. Thanks to everybody listening, everybody, uh, everybody streaming as well. Uh, big news coming out of Eagles camp today is, guys, Jason Kelsey will undergo what the team is calling a clean out uh, on that elbow. You remember he's always had that big bulky brace on the elbow the yep. last couple of years. Uh, it wasn't healing to their satisfaction. So they decided to get it cleaned up. It's, I guess, a scope-ish kind of thing. Now, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So multiple reports, Barrett, are that he could be back in a month, which would get him in on time, just on time, 
for the season opener, which is the 11th. We're sitting here on the 9th right now. So the hope is four weeks, good to go. If not, it's going to be Cam Jurgens' gig. If you're, if you're not familiar with the name, he was the Eagles' second-round pick. Go ahead, Barrett. You, you got you give us no, a little... No, I'm just listening to you. I'm, I'm just, I, go ahead and finish what you're saying. No, I was just going to say Jurgens would be the guy uh, yep, if, right. if, if Kelsey's not ready to go week one. And obviously they're going to err on the side of caution if he's – struggling with that thing still or it's not fully healed it'll be cam jurgens and you know now you look at it you're glad they took him in the second round you thought it was going to be a red shirt year but he might be pressed in the service a la you know uh landon dickerson last year who got in there a little bit earlier but this again this isn't something that's being dubbed as severe but it's not where it needs to be and they're going to get it cleaned up but god have you gone through this uh barrett and yes I, I absolutely in fact i have i i had it done probably probably three or four times um twice on one elbow once on another elbow and i had it done after um i played also okay but they're just you know when when i mean people have to understand the human body's not meant to to do the things that you do on on the football field it's just not it's i mean it's it's you're, you're they say each time you hit somebody on a play is equivalent to uh um a 20 mile an hour car wreck now, all you do is lock people out all day. You're locking people out, locking people out. Your your tendons and your in your and your elbow, the the you know, it just you start growing bone spurs, and those bone spurs will kind of lock your elbows sometimes, and it still hurts like hell. Also, you know, just do it because you develop arthritis. You know the um, you know the the gummy surfaces that you know yeah. keep the bones from rubbing together that gets worn away. Well, sometimes you got to go in there and clean it out. Get those um get those, you know, the, the bone spurs and everything cleaned out. Cause sometimes they'll crack off and they'll lock themselves in between, um, you know, your, your, your bones and it'll lock your arm in place. Oof. You can't move it. Yeah. 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 And that's painful, man. But I mean, it's, it's, it's like, it's like, stay, it's like going to get an, an over heart. It's like changing your oil mm-hmm. that these are, these are common. Just like they're going to change the oil in his, in his elbow. That's all. all. Right, so no, nothing to be panicked over here. This is, well, remember he, he lost a little time. In the uh, Giants game last year, yep, came back in and fought through it because Herbig was getting his ass. Kicked. Oh my god, that, that <laughs> was that? that was Turn City, man. That was exactly, wasn't yeah, yeah. Okay, so he was getting beat up so bad that he comes back in, plays the hero, and uh, and, and finished the, the game out. But right. you know, he's a warrior, man. I mean, that's I mean, I, you guys think I'm playing when I say that he's held together by duct tape and bubble gum by mid to late season. It's just the that's just you know what happens. It yeah, happens. Barrett, that, that's why every year, and it's look, you know, we kind of like joke about it a little bit, but that's why every year, uh, you know, he he takes a long time to decide whether he wants to do this anymore, you right, know, because right. the guy is beat up, and I don't blame him. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't blame any of you guys who who you know decide maybe this isn't what I want to keep doing. But we know he's tough. You're right. The the thing we know about Jason Kelsey is if he could possibly be back, he'll be back. That much mm-hmm. is, a, is a given. There's no, there's no dog in that guy. No, yeah, not at all. Here's the thing, though, and not just with not just with Kelsey, but with uh, athletes in general. Um, why do you wait to training come close to training camp when you know you need an ankle surgery, elbow surgery, wrist surgery, so on and so forth? Why would you push it this far and possibly miss some regular season? Why not take care of this thing? February, March, April. And I understand some of the responses. Um, we're trying to see if we could heal it without going the surgery route. I get that. But in many cases, why would you not get it, especially if it's considered a minor surgery? Why not just get it and be done with it? 
I've never I, understood I, that. I, I don't I, know. I, I, I'll, I'll ask. I'll play devil's advocate. Is it possible that he was that it was it was he was just hoping it be it, it will have healed up by now, and it was it just isn't healing up at the rate he hoped. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm gonna give you guys from a from a from a from a player stand player's point of view. It doesn't hurt. Like you feel as though it's healed itself. Then you get to camp. You go the rigor morals of, of, of getting hit and, and, and being hit and hitting other people, and it reaggravates it. And because it reaggravates it, now, oh my goodness, here we go with the same situation again. It might not hurt him when he was going through the offseason, but he gets to camp when you're out there doing, um, you know, a drill or, or you're, 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 you know, right in the mix of out there, you know, fighting and, and it gets caught somewhere, <clears throat> then you reaggravate it, you injure it. Another thing is, and the God's honest truth, you get used to your body feeling a certain way. You're healthy. May have been, maybe, you know, you're about to fall. Somebody else's, I'm about to fall apart. But you feel you're so used to your body hurting. You're so used to your body feeling like that. That becomes commonplace. And a lot of times that's the issue that you're, you're just used to hurting the way and your body feeling as bad as it does. Mm. Um, let me let me let me let me see. The Kyle Rogers says Gunner Kelsey earned the right to do what he wants. Okay, anybody can do what they want to do. But I'm saying, for the betterment of the team and continuity, um, um, players should take care of this. We have a rather than later. Now, I think oh, we yeah. have a we have a surprise. Yes. Um. So this this me, is truly a so, surprise. So, so 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 let me set the, so let let, <laughs> wow. me set, let me set the stage real quick here. Okay. And when we were getting ready for the show, Barrett texted and said, hey, Lane Johnson is the best player on this team. Let's debate it. Right. I said, I said okay. So I texted my boy, Lane. I said, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> he said, I got, I got meetings. I said, you have a 15, 20-minute window. Well, I want you to get on here and defend or deflect. So I told Xander, I said, Xander, don't tell these guys that I'm trying to get Lane on. Tell I can see if I can get him on. So my man showed up just like he always Lane, does. Lane, what's up, bro? Hey, I'm what's up, bro? I'm, I'm bragging about you, man. I just said, and I said it yesterday on the show, I said, you are the best player on the team, man. You know what I'm saying? I told these guys, let's debate about it. That's that, that that's that's what happened, man. Yes. But uh, you know, kudos. I appreciate you, bro. I'm deflecting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, de I'm deflecting. Uh, man, the way I look at it is like I try to look at myself last year and then, you know, how does my set – how does my pass – Setting lines look, how's my run blocking looking? I felt like last year my run blocking was kind of hindered there, like the first, I feel like, few games, five, six games. I feel in, like your defense, ankle in your defense, your ankle was about to fall apart, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, but after that, uh, I, felt, I felt like it came back good. I'm just trying to get my run game like it was, you know, 2019. Uh, but I feel like, you know, whatever I may – I was saying this the other day, you know, whatever you may lose in speed as you get older, you may gain the strength. So it's like you, you your, your attributes are always shifting. Um, but the way I look at it, man, is I'm just trying to be better than what I was last year. And uh, I got Isaac with me. Isaac's super quick, man. He's had a great camp too. And, yeah. you know, going against BG and Fletch and, and Hassan and all those guys, Hargrave, man, they, they, make, they make you a lot better. Hey, Lane um... – you you missed a few games last year for for personal reasons, but when he looked yeah. at the final stats, it said Lane Johnson did not give up a sack in 2021. Is there is there any weakness in your overall game? I mean, you've been a Pro Bowler, 
you yeah, know, yeah, is, is there a week yeah. what what would that be because I I, yeah. I don't know yeah there's I mean there's always lots of I mean when you go back and really dissect the film you know a lot a lot of stuff uh you know far as the sacks a lot of it can be contributed to the quarterback you know a guy that can can escape the pocket can do things so it changes the rush attack a little bit um, when you when you have a, a mobile guy like that. You know, when I look at my game, there's, there's stuff, you know, I want to be a lot lower in the run game. And uh, and really, that's it. And, and and come off with power and stay low. I feel like maybe the past few years, I've been a little bit high sometimes in the run game. And and when I go back and dissect it, that's, that's something I really want to improve on and, and be better at. All right, let me ask you this real quick as a follow-up. Are you the best right tackle in the game right now? No question. Shit, I'm tired. I'm top two or three. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Forget all that humble stuff, man. Tell it like it is. Yeah. Tell it like you and I talk about it, bro. Shit, I, shit, I felt like it today. I'm trying to I'm trying to be it tomorrow and the, and the rest of the year. <laughs> bro, just, just just breaking down of you know what I've seen in camp, which which led me to 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 say that you are the um the best player on the team is your set. And I'm looking at you. You don't look like the same guy that I saw two years ago. It seems like you're thicker. Yeah. But yep. more leaner, you look know like what I'm the, saying. Look like the you're Hulk. Bigger, exactly. You're bigger, but you look a lot more explosive, man. When you get out your sets now, you're waiting yeah. for guys as opposed to you know you getting up on guys at the same time. You're waiting for guys, and that I mean, yeah. that, you got quicker also, didn't you? Yeah, uh, I mean, right now I'm like the heaviest I've been. I, I've, I've been weighing in like around three thirty. So uh, compared to you know last year, I feel like it's around three twenty, three twenty five, but. Man, my whole game, you know, when I came into the league, I looked at all the great tackles. You know, you look at Trent, you look at JP, you look at, uh, you know, the guys like that, Tyron Smith. Those guys have extremely fast get-offs. And in, in, in this league, get-offs is everything. Like you yeah. see Aaron Donald, you see, you know, Aaron Donald's already a step and a half, you know, past the guy before a guy gets out of his damn stance. So the whole the whole game for me is getting out of my stance, exploding. Um, whenever you do that, if you don't watch uh, how wide a guy is, you can be exposed to some of the games. So, you know, it's a double-edged sword. But for me, exploding out of my stance and being in sequence with Isaac, not creating a whole lot of separation, um, you know, for the twist stunts and stuff like that. But, yeah, man, uh, I'll tell you who's really had a good – you know, Sons had a great camp. And, man, BG, man, you know, for his 13th year, that guy's – you know, he's out there looking he's really – quick, yeah. Man, BG's looking really <laughs> sharp right now. I mean, he talk, I mean, no, no, nobody gets talked more smack by 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 him than me. You know, I've, I've had ten <laughs> years of it every day. Yeah, fat boy, I'm gonna get you day fat. We just I hear that all day, <laughs> and is it he, don't is, stop. Is he giving you a workout? Because he said back Hell in May, yeah. he said he was coming after you first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's been coming after me. I've been coming after him. Uh, you know, the thing with you know, the thing with BG, he's like a damn sawed off shotgun. He's about He's about six two. Right. I, I, I want, he ain't six two. That's not much about six one, six foot. Hey, he he might be listed at two eighty, but that so much looks like he's about three oh five. I keep calling him. I keep calling him Shaq Mason because they have the similar build. They about the same damn size. <laughs> hey man, you know. Oh. Um, you know, I've been, I've been looking oh, at Sweat. Man. Sweat seems like he's gotten a lot quicker out of his stance, yeah, yeah. explosive, and uh, he seems like he's having a pretty good camp also. Yeah, man, Sweat's probably one of the most explosive guys we have, if not the uh, – you know, when you watch this guy run off the ball, he moves like a – you ever seen those lizards run, an iguana run? That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he looks like big, coming out of – that's what he looks like. 
that's what he that's what he looks like coming out of his stance. He just all arms and legs. But I mean, when you go back and look oh, at Sweat's num- you on serious note, when you go back and look at Sweat's numbers, all of his numbers are comparable to Clowney as far as the combine. So he has that explosion factor. And uh, has the power with it. Uh, you know, the most dangerous rushers are the guys that have that speed and, and the power to go with it. And he's a guy that, that, you know, anytime he wants to change the game, he can, I feel like. Hey, hey Lane, give me your impressions real quick of, of Jordan Davis. We saw video yesterday of him <laughs> up against Cam Jurgens. Man, it was yeah. like a freight train going against a bicycle, man. This dude is huge. Man, Mountain Bean. <laughs> Where the hell they get these, get these people from? Yeah, he uh, – <laughs> Shit, you know, I look over the left uh, side. They got, they got Landon. You got, uh, you got, uh, you got uh, Malata. You got yeah. Jordan Davis. Well, some bitches are from the Jurassic period. I don't know where they came from. They, they're, from they're from a whole different uh, era in, 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 in time. But uh, yeah, hey, when big boy wants to turn it on, he uh, it's hard to stop uh, freight train. In Cam's defense, I mean, he's been playing well. He kind of got got maybe on that one rep, but. Man, Jordan Davis. I mean, hey, you see a guy that big and that fast, he's gonna gonna create a lot of bad, uh, a lot of bad games, a lot of bad mismatches with some people. Well, I told people, you know, I mean, you look uh, at look at Cam's. He had the perfect set. His arms were where he was supposed to be. He dropped his hits. He replaced his hands. Sometimes, you know, when you have a freak of nature, it's just gonna take over, man. And that's exactly what happened. It was a great block, you know. What I'm saying, yeah. and and what you know, he stayed in front of him. And when you got a quarterback like, you know, like Hertz, that's a block that, you know, Hertz will be able to get out of it because he was so consumed on pushing the center back that, you know, Hertz probably could have got out of there. But, you know, yeah. Cam had a great block on that play, and I'm trying to get people to understand it, man. Yeah, had his hands under, money hopped. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people can say the pass rush drill is a fun drill to watch, but I feel like it's a loaded drill, you know, when yeah. you're yeah. – but, but besides from third down, uh, these guys are out there not knowing if it's a run or pass. And when you get guys thinking, it slows them down, but – Boy, you look like a damn freight train with no brakes. <laughs> yeah, I thought I, caught, I thought he looked. It looked like he was the offense. Cam was the. I um, mean, um, Davis was the offensive player. It was like a yeah. drive block, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was he, a sled uh, or something. I feel like Jordan, if he wanted to, he could probably make some money playing tackles, big and as athletic yeah. as he is. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right, man. That makes sense. Lane, let me ask you about Jason Kelsey. We got word that he's got to get the elbow cleaned up a little bit. There's, yeah. there's hope he'll be back for the opener. Uh, just, just your thoughts on that and what he means to you guys along that offensive line. You've worked with him for so long now. Uh, you, you're not going to replace uh, Jason Kelsey. He, uh, I think he's getting that thing cleaned up before his camp, man. He's been looking really good, explosive, uh, mean as a damn copperhead snake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, that's how Kelsey plays, man. You know, being a guy that's undersized his whole career, <laughs> that guy's got a lot of willpower to him and, uh, uh, unbelievable run blocker, pro- you know, you know, probably the best center maybe ever in the National Football League in the screen game. I've never seen somebody, you know, move like that and have that type of change of direction, quickness. But yeah, man, Kelsey's Kelsey is the heartbeat of this of this organization has been for years, and uh, he's a great leader. and uh, And I love sitting beside him in meetings. Uh, he's also a damn good friend and, and a funny dude too. So I just man, I, I'm I'm just watching practice, man, observing everything, you know, and that, and. I can, I'm not going to lie, man. I had a problem at first, you know, with an hour practice here, hour and a half practice here. Until I went and looked at practice, and I've had a chance now to watch about four or five practices, you guys are just so efficient on how you go through practice. I can, I mean, yeah. I, I, I literally think that I could sit around. I mean, when I was practicing, we used to practice three hours, two and a half hours. Yeah, We you, spent about an hour of that standing around and mulling around. You guys just get yeah. in, get out, and go. 
Yeah, uh, you know, first thing we do, uh, warm up, and then a lot of times we'll, we'll go to a straight individual, and we'll try to get, you know, four or five periods of that. And then really it's it's a team period, a couple team periods, and then we have one-on-one pass rush drill, and then it's a couple more team periods after that. So usually we knock out our individual um, during the very beginning of the of the of practice, and then the rest is team periods. But, yeah, I mean, it's fast-paced. Uh, today was hot, but, I mean, it's – this is what this month's for is to get in shape, to get in football shape, to get your mind right, get your body right, prepared, and uh, and keep moving forward. Hey, Lane, you didn't give us a sufficient answer off the initial question. If you're not the best player on this team, who is? Shit, probably the A.J. Brown out there. <laughs> hey, <laughs> good, right? Hey, hey, I look over and say, man, damn, that's, damn, that so much looks good out there. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hey, what time is your meetings? Because I don't want you to get fined and try to send me the bill. Oh uh, no, no, we got we got meetings at one. I'm about to go grab some uh, some uh, ice cold water, you know, maybe uh, maybe an iced tea and something to eat, and uh, get ready for these ass chewings coming. <laughs> appreciate it, man. I appreciate you yeah. coming out. Man. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Thank that you was so really much, cool. Bro. Great I appreciate surprise, it, bro. man. Thank yeah. you. I got. Uh, I tried, good, Lane. I had to get you. I had to catch you off guard. I said, You're I unbelievable, you. God, You are unbelievable. <laughs> that was amazing, bro. That was amazing, man. That was amazing, man. Appreciate that. Well, what? I, 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 I think that's the kind of guy Lane is. You text him. Yeah. He just gets off the practice field. Yeah. He's getting. He's before he eats, and he jumps on with us for a minute, man. <laughs> unbelievable. unbelievable. I said, "Hey, man, what are you doing?" He said, "What do you need, D guy?" I said. I said, "We are." I said, "I got guys on the show that said they uh, you're the best player on this team, and then we're going to debate it." I said, uh, "We need your input on this." He goes, I got meetings. I said, well, what time are your meetings? I said, do you have a window, 15, 20-minute window you can jump on? I can do it right now. So I told Xander, I said, Xander, here, get him on, but don't tell Rob and Barrett. I said, let's catch him off guard. All I see is you you got, we were making, you guys were saying something about Kelsey, and I see at the last second something, something pop, pops up, and all of a sudden I'm like, is that Lane Johnson? What the hell right. is going on here, man? <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, I, I got to interrupt you guys. We we got a guest, but yeah, that was great, man. All right, let, let's let's do it then, right now. So let's think about this. You say Barrett and I. I'm not disagreeing with you, but you're right. saying that Lane's the best player on the team. Who is in the discussion? Let Let's go through it. Who well, we got to go argument? through Kelsey. Kelsey will be up there. I, I agree with that. Kelsey 100 percent is in that discussion. I think AJ Brown's in that discussion. Absolutely. I, I think, yeah, we're going to see that. By the way, we'll talk about this in a minute. He is destroying this camp so far, A.J. Brown. <laughs> it it mean, makes no sense. He's on a mission. It, yeah, it, yeah. Does, it reminds me of T.O. in 04, the way he came in, like just stormed into this thing. It's it's similar. Um, all right, so let's let's go Lane. Let's go Kelsey. Look, my lot of plays left tackle. I'm not telling you that he's the best. He might be the, one of the most important, but I'm not telling yeah. you he's the best. Well, he's, um, he's right on the cusp of being the best, but he still has – he still has a proven – see, Lane is proven – yeah. You know, anytime you get a guy that's that's six foot eight, 380 pounds, and as athletic as he is, once he show he showed me last year he could be a starter and that he could be one of the, if not the best left tackle in the league, he's got to do it on a consistent basis. So I'm gonna give him another year, a year yeah. and a half before I'll say, all right, he's the best player. Fair. No, that's, fair. that's fair. He's close. Would you put where would you put Slay? I mean, a, a shutdown corner in that league with these receivers? Absolutely, Slay is definitely in the conversation. I thought, I thought one of you guys were going to pick, pick a, a Slay. Another guy that I say will come up in the conversation, but he still has to prove it um, this year. I mean, he's he's done it for the last three years, double digit sack guy. But Hassan Reddick yep. could be the X factor in this defense turning the corner 
and being effective. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? True. I, look, man, I, I think it's a pretty good debate with those guys we just threw out there. But right. is, in terms of accomplishment, I probably go Lane. I, I would probably go Lane. I mean, I, I Kelsey, you can make a real good argument for it being the best at his position. Well, you know what? Butler throws out a guy that if he turns it on, and I think he is going to turn it on this year specifically because yeah. it's a contract year and he's interviewing for 31 of the team, is Fletch. Fletcher Cox can go back to being a dominant player if he puts his mind to it. Yeah, There's he's nothing dialed stopping in. Him. Yeah. yeah. If he doesn't yeah. want to get blocked, he cannot get blocked. He's that good when he turns it on. Well, at least I think he is. You know, I got to see, you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, but Come on, man. All, all these comedians out of work. You want to crack jokes, son? Taz. <laughs> Come on, man. All the comedians out of work, man. You can't do that to me, man. Definitely, definitely Rager. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, it's all going to start now. The floodgates are open. Oh, right, now. right, right, right. right. Um, I, look, I, I, I would, for the sake of argument, I'd love to take another side on you, but, you know, and, and the other thing is, he, he said he claims he's up lane is up 30 pounds from no, what he was, I think, two or three years ago. But crazy. it's all muscle. I mean, crazy. Bro, he's he's guys abs. Yeah. Oh, he's ripped now. Yeah, he's he, got abs. We, Dude, he, um, he converted the whole barn into a weight facility, an, an, an elite weight facility. And you see how cut he is yeah. compared to what he was maybe five years ago? Yep. Jeez. Yeah. Well, we had him on. You guys remember we had him on. It was probably. April or May, and he was in in the barn working out, which is uh, the barn is better than like any gym you've ever been to in your life. It's incredible. But what you could even see then, like this dude is jacked. Yeah, he he is. is ready, man. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. This man, I'll tell you, Kelsey gets back for the uh, for the season opener. I, I, I can only imagine the sky's the limit with this offensive line. They are going to be killing people, man. Passing game, run game, you name it. He, they are that dominant. Well. <sighs> Ahead, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see it all come together. Um, this team looks so good on paper; it's borderline frightening in, in a lot of ways. But as we know, you don't play the game on paper. I just hope everything that we're discussing, the enthusiasm, the anticipation that we've been we've been generating, and our fan base has been generating. I hope it comes to uh, fruition. Um, <clears throat> But you know, Barrett, as you know, you know you've you've been there. You know you've had some teams that look great on paper, and all of a sudden bottom out, and you're sitting there going, "What in the world happened? How's this possible?" And you've had teams where you thought you'd be mediocre at bet, best, and they just rise to the occasion, week in and week out. Seventeen, so I, I, yeah. yeah, seventeen. You, we didn't see, know. There you go. I mean, you, there you, yeah, go. You, you know, you, you seventeen. You had a lot of upside and hope. Oh man, look, it looks like Wentz is going to be good. It looks like this. That maybe some of these uh, free agents hit. And everything hit right in seventeen. You've also yeah, had yeah. dream team years where oh look how oh my good team is yeah, you know, and it all yeah. went to hell. That's what Kelsey said. Kelsey said the times that we were supposed to be good, we sucked. Yes. The times yep. we were supposed to suck, we were good. Yeah, he said I'm trying to change it right now. Mm-hmm. That we're supposed to be good, we're daggone well better good. He said a little more animated than that. Yeah, daggone, you cleaned it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I, I can't emphasize enough. Go back to seventeen and prior to that season. A lot of people wanted Doug Peterson fired. They yeah. were talking after oh, one year. social media after one year. Doug Peterson this, Doug Peterson that. Fire Doug Peterson. Yada, yada, yada. I mean, wait a minute. The man, 
that man took a team that was trash and he, he won a few more games his first year. Let's see where it goes from here. Nobody, nobody could have anticipated this team winning a Super Bowl in 17, especially with the caliber of players that were falling by the wayside along the way. You lost the future Hall of Fame. Jason Peters. Tackle. Yep. You lost a, a, a Hall of Fame special teams player in Darren Sproles. Safety. You lost a solid linebacker in, in, in Jordan Hicks. You lost your starting quarterback. Yep. Nobody expected this team to yeah. do what they did. That, that's It's the most, for my money, I, I've never seen a, a team overcome the volume of injuries to critical positions like that team. Oh, tackle. Ever. tackle. I mean, yeah. it was a, everybody was hurt that season, man. Yeah. Everybody was hurt. And, you know, for them to go and win a Super Bowl with – I mean, but, you know, that kind of year, that kind of – that during that time period, it was almost like you kind of knew – this, this was a special team. It all started after that 61-yard kick by Elliott to beat the Giants. Yeah. And from that point on, it was like a snowball effect. And then they played the Chargers the next week. And then LeGarrette Blunt runs off that, you know, knocks off that 72-yard run. And you look over the sideline while he's running, the entire defense, not just – there wasn't a person sitting down on that run. Fletcher yeah. Cox was yeah. out there jumping around like he hadn't played in the game yet. <laughs> I mean, he, every single player, every single coach was egging him on. That's right. when you know something was special. And I still – I see this team kind of having those characteristics. You know, little things like uh, uh, Brown doesn't even – he don't even much know who we are as a fan base. And he's firing shots back at us mm -hmm. because we're talking about his quarterback. Those little things right there mean something. That means something to, to, to Jalen. You know, my biggest thing yesterday I, I talked about was trust. Trust. Hurts trust Brown to catch the tough catches. It's not, it's no longer 50-50 balls. When I when I talk about Hurts going to, to Brown, it's not 50-50 balls. It's now 70-30 balls. He has a 70% chance of catching a ball with those big, strong hand, long arms, and just deboing a DB. Then it being a turnover like it would be last year. There's a trust factor in this team latching on to Jalen Hurts. There's a trust factor that Shane Steichen, can, the officer coordinator, can call a game that's more conducive to Hurts' skill set. A trust factor in the head coach passing over the duties of calling plays to his officer coordinator when they brought him in to be the, um, you know, the, the, the play caller. There's a lot of trust on this team. A lot of trust. I mean, even even Kelsey trusting them, Kel them, them well, the organization trusting Kelsey to bring in his heir apparent. All these things, you know, when you have trust like that, I trusted when I won the Super Bowl, I trusted the players on my team. I trusted everybody was going to make sure that Bussy got to the Super Bowl and had and won a Super Bowl in his hometown. I trusted everybody. That trust factor is big because there's not a lot of trust in NFL locker rooms. You know, it used to be, but not not, not now. Mm -hmm. You know, usually people are out for themselves. It's different. Today, this year is different because they trust each other. They really do. Yeah, well, let, me, let me just that. back that up real quick. So I'll just give you an example. Washington has already fired their defensive line coach. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Roquan Smith is requesting a trade. Yeah. Cleveland's a total disaster. I, Kareem, I, I know. Kareem Hunt wants a trade. Yeah. Like, I, and I'm not saying, I'm not deflecting away from like but but the eagles is it's functional it is it's bonds that are growing here as we go further and guys are dialed in the right way 
it's not there's not nonsense going on. There's not guys who want out. They want in. They want to be a part of this thing. I'm I'm telling you, man. I, I there's just a special feeling with this group. Not yeah. o- not only that, but you have enough uh, veteran presence to police each other. See, now you have you have an older you have an older set of players who the younger players are going to look up because they're still championship caliber players. Lane Johnson, Kelsey, Brandon Graham. These younger players know they step in the locker room. There's a protocol. Fletcher Cox. You've got proven Pro Bowlers like Javon Hargrave, Darius Slay, James Bradbury. You know, you've got one of the best pass catchers in the game in A.J. Brown. So you've got enough veteran presence to, to toe the line. The coaches don't always have to be the heavy. These players can get in these other players' faces and say, hey, hold up, man. We're trying to do something special here, brother. Don't step out of line. You know, and I'm not saying it happened. It's happened. Oh, but I'm see, saying if, it's, if it does, you have enough veteran presence on this team now that people are getting people's faces, which, which takes a lot of pressure off the coaches for being the bad guys. That right there, D-Gun, you have no idea um, how much that, you know, having that presence in that locker room means. You have no idea the trust factor that you can police your own locker room. Like, I I hate to go back to, to – I always go back to Pittsburgh. But, hey, I'm going to go back to something that I know worked. You know what I'm saying? I won a Super Bowl. I was the best sex – I was the best sixth man coming off the bench as offensive tackle – guard or center in the NFL. I was the best six man. We won a Super Bowl. I was on the best team. So that made me the sixth best offensive lineman on the team. And put yeah. it put it, you know, very clearly, the younger guys knew that they could rely on the older guys to make things happen. Bill Coward knew that guys would police themselves. He didn't have to be this guy to go out there. Okay. Even though he looked like, like on the sidelines, he looked like he was always pissed off and that chin worn out. He's spitting all on you. That was all really like, you know what I'm saying, to the outside world, like he's a tough coach. Coward was a, um, was a great guy. I mean, a great guy because he knew that he could rely on his older players to make things happen. Makes sense. Look, it makes sense. Um, all right, so we need – I need – man, there was so much going on there with the Kelsey we take injury. take a break. Lane Johnson. No, it's yeah. Well, we, we don't need a break. Talk. We don't I need a break. Gotta, I got to take a break real fast. All right. We're going to take a we'll, we'll take a Barrett needs a break. Hey, so man. We'll take a break. Tell your, right. tell your agent to call you back later. Exactly. Uh, so here's what we have coming up, Derek. Sal Palantonio is going to join us at 1 30. All right. Yep. Sal was at uh, in Canton this past weekend. So we'll talk to him about not only uh, Hall of Fame game, Dick Vermeil's enshrinement, but obviously we're going to dig into the Eagles really hard with Sal and everything that's going on. We got that going on. We come back, practice today, uh, a, a lot of moving parts here. Guys who are in, guys who are out. Kelsey's obviously the headliner there, but we'll talk about it. A.J. Brown continues to dominate. Uh, we'll get into that, how Jalen Hurts looked today. Uh, a bunch of other stuff that we're going to cover. Phillies a little bit later. Our NFL stuff, we didn't get into week three yet, Derek, which uh, I don't know, man. Maybe it's me. I feel like every week they keep topping themselves. I got one, two, three, four, five, six. I got eight games that are just absolutely awesome. That's what I did. Three. Yeah, that's the same same thing. Unbelievable. Yeah. So we'll dig into that. Like I mentioned, there's a a big name player who wants out of his situation in Chicago, which we'll talk about. A ton of other weird stuff to cover. The the Mackay Beckton thing with his knee doesn't look good for the Jets. Uh, oh. We'll cover that. Oh, and there's uh there's some NBA stuff. Some Kevin Durant. Uh, ultimatum drawing line in the sand throwdown kind of stuff, which we will dive into. And somehow Ben Simmons always sneaks in there. So a lot to do today. We've already had Lane Johnson, the Kelsey news. 
you don't want to go anywhere because you never know what's going to happen on this show. Gunner's on fire right now. Uh, we'll come back. We'll keep it rolling with the birds. Derek Gunn, Barrett <laughs> Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, so let's talk a little finance. Yes, you work way too hard for your money not to work hard for you, especially as you get older. Knowing who to trust with your finances can be a really scary proposition, but I found the right person, and I want to share him and them with you. That's Jim Murray of Principal Financial Group. Whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, you might have a small business, you're trying to set up your employee benefits, whatever it is, that's another resource that Jim can help you with and get you on the right path. I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollover to Jim, and I couldn't be happier. It is It was absolutely the best thing I could have done. Give him a call, 610-996-4751, 610-996-4751, or very simply email him at murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y, dot jim at principal.com. That's murray dot jim at principal.com. Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on that can you search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, this. And that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears.
up, everybody? Welcome back in Sports State, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Tuesday, August 9th. Hope you're doing well out there. D Gun, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We just yeah, wrapped that, up. That was my agent. That was my agent. And he told me, he told me, you guys owe me a little more money. Right, do you want to trade? Is, are you, is that what's going on? Are you demanding a trade? I can no longer work under these conditions oh, with Derek no. Gunn and Rob E. Oh, man, we're done. <laughs> Gunner, we're on our own, man. He's walking. That's all right. I knew it was only a matter of time before he jumped ship. It, it only took, what, four months, and, and he's knew, out of here? I knew, it, I knew it was a matter of time. Unbelievable. Oh, my God. Uh, so um, we just finished up with Lane Johnson. If you missed any of it, uh, we podcast all of our interviews, Jacob Sports YouTube Network or jacobsports.com, J-A-K-I-B. Um, let me throw this out there first before we get to – Eagles Day in practice. I know Barrett, you were you were uh, down in the area as well. Makai Becton, offensive tackle for the Jets, mm. fractured kneecap, expected mm. to miss the season. Mm. That that's a big blow, man. They moved Huge. him over to right tackle, but mm. Mm -mm. Uh, this is a guy they had really high hopes for as a Jet. Period. And, he was good, man. Uh, yeah, man, and he's he's cooked. I, I wonder if they're going to come a calling for Andre Dillard. I do wonder about that with the ties with Joe Douglas. That's his guy. I, I, you know, I, you could really hold them up now. I, I love having that that depth. I really do because you never know. Just like Kelsey today, you never know when guys can go down. So I love having him there. But damn, if they're going to give you something unbelievable, you got to think about it. So just food for thought. You talk about a mountain of a man, Becton. Yeah, it's like it's like Lane Johnson said. Where do these dudes keep coming from? And they get Amazing. bigger every year, man. Yeah. yeah, these guys block out the sun and they're faster than yep. ever before. You know, back in Barrett days, an offensive lineman, if he ran a 5-1, 5-2, that was pretty decent. You know, now they're running 4-6, four, 4 you know, Grown men, 6-6, six, 6-7, six, six, 300-plus pounds running 4-6, four, 4-7s. Four, it's freakish. Let me it's tell you crazy. This, man. Let me what? tell you this. When I came, I got drafted in 1995. Right. And when I got drafted, I can remember they did a story um, in Sports Illustrated. I was one of 20 guys into the draft that were over 300 pounds. Right. There were only like maybe 150 to 200 guys in the NFL that were over uh, 300 pounds. Mm. And I came out, I was six foot five, 305 pounds, and I ran a 4940, five flat 40 at the mm. combine. And everybody was like, ooh, and an on. You know, now they have guys, what? A four seven forty at six foot six. 340 pounds? Yeah, Are Dave. you kidding me? Yeah. Jordan yeah. Dave, that's what I'm Are saying. Are you kidding me? That's what yeah. I'm saying. The players are getting Four, bigger. Seven. The collisions are more violent, but yet the field's the same size. There's not enough space for 22 dudes anymore. You know, when back in the day, and I'm talking back in the 60s and 70s, if an offensive lineman was 270 pounds, that was a big offensive lineman oh, back yep. then. Absolutely. No doubt. Now, Absolutely. 270 pounds, you're playing defensive end. Yeah, it used to be noteworthy when an offensive line. Oh man, that guy's three hundred pounds. Like it would yeah. be noteworthy. Like oh, yeah. there's one on the offensive line, the other, you know, the other, whatever. I mean, guys are like regularly. Barry, you tell me, like two eighty ish. You know, even especially like centers. I mean, no, three hundred. No, the, the the smallest the smallest offensive lineman these days. No, I'm saying like, back in the day. I'm oh, saying, back in the day. No, yeah. Like, all right, put it in perspective. Remember, Denver had that great offensive line. You know, and they had Neil, all those guys. Yeah. The average, their average line, this, this is back in 95. Their average line, their center, uh, well, I think it's Neil something, or his last name was Neil. He, he was like weighed 265. He, yeah, he weighed 265. Both yeah. guards 
were 270, and, and one, both tackles were like 275, 280. No, the that, guards were bigger. The guards were bigger. They were two two eighty, and the tackles were two seventy five. That that's when Denver perfected that zone blocking scheme. Exactly. That's when everybody's like zone blocking. What the heck is this? They were running to a spot. Yes. yes, they would they would block a spot. When I was at, like I said, I went to Denver during camp. I was in the best shape of my life. That was the only time that I was ever, after I got drafted, I got back down to to three hundred, and it was crazy because I had been you know. 315 for like three years before that, 320. And then I got to Denver. I was 300 and I had to report to camp at, 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 at 305. I reported at 300. And I can remember I was fluctuating between 297 and 305 throughout that camp. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy that, you know, that, you know, that I, I got down because up there they trained so hard and they want you, they want those smaller, quicker offensive linemen. That's all he's talking about. Blake yeah, Brockmeyer yeah. was only two two eighty. Um, I mean, those, all those guys were small, small guys, mm-hmm. but they were quick. Yeah. But then you had Dallas's offensive line: Mark Tuanay, three hundred; Eric Williams, three twenty; Nate, yeah. Nate Newton, three fifty. Yeah, huge. You know what I'm saying? But then they had a small center. Uh, what was his name? Stepnowski. Stepnowski. Stepnowski was two two sixty five, two seventy, soaking yeah. wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Soaking Absolutely. wet. Yeah. Larry Allen. Yeah. Oh. Six foot five, six foot six, maybe no, six foot four, six foot five, three hundred and forty pounds. Monsters. We could move the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It is. All right. So let's uh let's dive into what went down today. Hour and a half practice, guys. They moved it up to nine to beat some of the heat. Uh we just talked to Lane. Lane there they got off the uh practice field. They were getting ready to get something to eat and go into meetings after that. Uh Jonathan Gannon spoke before practice today and said he was still uncertain if the starters will play against the Jets. I would imagine you're going to see Jordan Davis um, and, and at least some names of interest uh, yes, playing in that game. Well, the the Jet, Jets said they're going to play their starters at least a couple of series. Yep. So, yeah, They have to. They have, yeah. to. They have I mean, to. They're rebuilding. They're trying to build something there. That's, yeah, that's yeah. understandable. Right? Yeah, so you know. uh, the good news is you got Mylotta back uh, in a limited basis. you got Dillard, Dillard. back. Yep. In, in a limited basis, uh, you're still without Devontae Smith with that groin. It's the fourth straight practice that he's missed. I, I don't know. I'm not going to say I'm worried. There's still a lot of time. But, you know, you'd like to see that get get, get right. I know they want to be cautious with it because you can just keep re-injuring that. But uh, the good, it was apparently a really big day from Quez Watkins. Quez Watkins, one of the things that the Eagles had talked about was Sirianni himself getting the ball in his hands and apparently they did it a ton today, and he made a couple of really spectacular catches. In addition to A.J. Brown continuing to just shred guys and, and destroy. So a couple of the impressions from practice today. When it comes to De- Devontae Smith, man, I hope they get on top of this because I've seen too many players deal with a groin injury, and it affects them all season long. You know, they may sit out a couple of games here, a couple of games there, but they're never right. You know, a lot of times they're just never right for a whole season. Yeah, don't so I hope, stop you oh, yeah, right. hope they get on top of this thing now. Um, you know, we and we don't know how severe it is. You know, there's so many different degrees of a groin injury. You know, I, I hope it's as mild as it can possibly be, and they're being as cautious as, as they can possibly be with this thing. Because if not, and you know how it is. You know, you get out there, it feels good. You try to stretch it out one time, all of a sudden, you do worse damage to it. Now you're out four, five, six games, man. So it's that's a tricky injury, man. I hate to hear players get that kind of injury. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, look, they're, he's they're they're easing him back into this thing. Obviously, just trying to play it, play it smart. But 
the, the talk of the camp is how many targets now some of this has increased now because Devontae Smith is out, but how many targets AJ Brown's getting and what kind of chemistry they're, they're building. I mean, I guess you could look at it negative way and say, is he targeting him too much? You know, whatever. Uh, Apparently those two are just, you know, just growing this thing as we speak every single day. Um, But yeah, that that was the couple of the, couple of the other odds and ends. Kayvon Wallace (laughs) continues to impress too. What's up, Gunner? This John Dickerson, you know, we may have to get this dude on the show one day, man. Yeah, D Gun had a groin injury after working two smokers and a grill at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I like goodness, that. man! I like it. Sorry, I, I didn't like mean it. to deviate, but that's you see all right. Somebody, you see some of these comments, man. You can't help but laugh. Yeah. Bro, yesterday, man, it, 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 it's, some of the stuff they say, man. But it, it's, it's great, man. It's great. You gotta, you gotta look past us sometime. Uh, Rob, you know, because, you know, we're, we're simple guys, man. You know, we're simple, you know. I know you want to push forward, but sometimes. Yeah, Rob, you know, Rob, Rob, Rob's, like, Rob's like the adult in this room. Right, right. right. That. You know, Rob's like, okay, uh, let's move on here. And I'm like, hold up, man. We having fun, bro. We're, we're, all, we're all in like, trouble. I, like the was, there, was one, right. there, there was one comment earlier when we were talking about uh, Jalen Hurts in the offense. And some, I, I, I didn't pull up. Somebody said, the only person, the only people that don't believe in Hurts are Dan Celio and D Gun, and see, I'm, I'm tired of defending this. People don't pay attention. See, people hear what they want to hear, and they they twist their narratives any way they want. Nobody has ever heard me say I don't believe in Jalen Hurts. I've done nothing but say I hope this man goes out there and gets a six hundred million dollar contract. And I'm tired of saying it, and this will probably be the last time I'm gonna say it. So, all you people, you can twist the narrative any way you want. I said what I said. Stand by what I said. You know, early on this year, and that's it. You know. But people, man, they, they, they just – it's like you have nothing else better to do than than to pull stuff out of the air that didn't exist or wasn't said exactly. Now, I don't know what Dan Cilio said. I can't speak for Dan. I can only speak for D-Gun. Gunner and D-Gun. Yeah, I can speak I for you. both of us. <laughs> you know what, I'm saying? What, what is this? I'm just not gonna let this slide anymore. You can't stop. You're yeah, the he's, third he's, person. Yeah, I think he actually is starting to really believe there's there's two guys. I knew he, no, I believe I knew he believed it. Yeah, oh, man. it was like it was like like when they first put me and D Gun together on a show. Right, quick slants. It was that, like after the, the third the week. Bad mistake. Right, that was after the third week that I really get to I got to know him, and uh, he started talking to the third person. His kids and his kids and everybody came by. And he started talking to the third person. And they all to a T said, oh, there, here he goes again. Here he goes. And I'm like, he does that for you too? He talks uh, to the third person even around you guys? I thought he was uh, just doing it around me because he was oh showing God. off. He said, no, no, he does it to us too. No. He does it to us too. <laughs> like, he really thinks. D-Gun really thinks that D-Gun and Derek are two separate He people. does. I'm convinced. I told, you, I told you I need mental help. You people don't listen. Yes. <laughs> you don't listen. You just say, oh, he's just – I told you. People, my wife asked me all the time, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. How am I supposed to know? I don't know. I've been this way my whole life. See, Mr. Taz is right. You get Derek, you get D-Gun, you get Gunner. That's right. That's right. It, that keeps you well, off balance. No, me, myself, and Irene, man. You need to make your own movie, the man. Greatest. Me, myself, and Irene, bro. Yeah, yeah, we, have, I, we have great discussions among our, our, myself. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even that, know how to say it. That, My, that, <laughs> that's what he does when he's out there grilling. He's talking to D-Gun. I will say right, this, though. Right. There have been times when I've worked three grills at one time, like when we've had big parties and stuff. Three grills at one time. I want to see you do that, B Brooks. Now, Rob, 
Oh. Rob, I ain't gonna never. I don't ever want to see Rob on the grill after no. that story right. about putting charcoal on <laughs> yeah. a gas grill. No. You, hey, look, you don't want to see me on one grill. No, bro. No, no. Oh my Trust goodness, me no. that, yeah, it could could be ugly. Um, so, oh, I know you mentioned Jameis Winston yesterday, the foot injury. It looks like he's day to day. Nothing yeah. major there. In yeah, but see, you know what? Again, you that's still that's one of those injuries you got to be extremely careful with. You know, because next you know you're talking about plantar fasciitis. Yeah, and if you get plantar fasciitis, he could miss six, seven games. He might, more than that. Uh huh. Yeah, you know, you're right about that because once you get a hamstring, yes. hamstrings linger the entire season. Man. I eat James Harden. Yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't, they don't, they don't heal correctly, man. Because the only way you can really heal it is to not be on it. You know, yes. so to not and, and yeah. the game is you have to be explosive. And one time you try to hit it too fast, and all of a sudden, bam! You know, so I mean, it, it's tough. It's tough. I, I knew you was going to take that and run with it. I, I don't know why I said it, man. No, no, Kyle Rogers. Rob drinks unsweet tea with the cereal. He's too serious. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me serious, iced tea in my cereal. It makes me a knucklehead. Oh, uh, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Rob. You're the professional here. Continue. Uh, uh, no, Continue. no. No, no, man. This Let's show go. is out of control, I'm telling you right now. The I'm rest, telling you. What do we have, like two hours left? Yeah, we got Sal Pal at 1.30, so we can just keep rolling, man. You're not going to make it. I'm telling you good. right now. Hey, do you guys worry at all about Minshew looking like, you know, really struggling thus far? Nope. Absolutely not. Nope. Okay. Nope. Okay. Absolutely. Let me nope. tell you why. He's a gamer. He doesn't – he may have the worst practice in the world, but you put him out there – he plays the game like it's supposed to be played. He just plays with a reckless abandonment. But he 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 functions well in chaotic situations. He's okay. just a gamer, man. So I'm not worried about him having a bad camp or anything like he he's gonna be that. You know what I'm saying? He's not worried about that. But you put him in there in a the game type situation, he's gonna flourish. When 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 I, when the pressure's on him, that's when he's playing his best. Mm-hmm. I played with guys like that. I bet I played with I can remember one time. I'm sitting in practice, and I'm looking at William Fuller. I'm like, this guy is all pro. This guy is a Pro Bowl player. I am whooping his ass in practice, and I'm a rookie. <laughs> I'm tearing him up. I'm talking trash to him, everything else. He's like, oh, okay, then. He's my frat brother, too. That's why I'm talking to him. Right. I turn around. We get in the game, and he is killing all pro people. Him and Eric Williams went to war. Right, I'm like that's not the same guy that I saw in practice. It's not even close. You know who else was like that? Um, oh my goodness. Uh, uh, oh my god, we have him on the show. Uh, Hugh, Hugh Douglas. Oh, Hugh, Hugh very, Douglas. yeah, yeah, I Hugh believe Douglas that. never did anything in practice explosive. Yeah, I don't yeah, know how he got yeah. in shape for games. He'd go off in the game. I'm like, is this is not the same guy that I see in practice? He'd be a 907, he let yeah. you drive him back 10 yards and put you on the back. Oh, you get a oh, that's a good block, man. <laughs> he did a great job there. Didn't care nothing about practice. But during game situations, I see him setting the edge, pressing the guy back, throwing him down, going to make the play. Some guys just don't play well in practice. That's just like some people, they 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 can't take tests. They know everything, you know, uh, in, 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 in when they're going through discussions. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. yeah. back to the stuff. Yeah. yeah. But then he turn around, he get in the test, blows the test. But mm-hmm. you can give him an oral test. He'll take the test and score a hundred percent. But you see, that's see, that's me. That's me. See, oral test, I can do all day. When it comes to written test, it's like I can't function. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't. I don't function. I do enough to get by. But when you, if you, if 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 everything I learned was an oral test, 
I've been a Rhodes Scholar. <laughs> but the written test is like, oh, man. You know, I get distracted too easily, man. I'm looking out the window. I'm not, you know, and I'm like, next, you know, oh, shoot, we got 10 minutes left on this test. I just mm-hmm. start marking off anything then. <laughs> but Bear's right, you know. Some people, some people do things so different. I can't tell you how many people. I'm glad you said Hugh Douglas, man, because I, I joke with Hugh all the time. Dude, did you even show up to practice today? He was like, man, <laughs> D-Gun, it's hot out there, D-Gun. I ain't got time for that. Okay, all right. And he get out there and ball out. No question about it. They're red light guys. Red light guys are everywhere, man. Right, exactly right. And and a smart coach knows, I'm not going to sweat this too much. This guy's not tearing it up at practice because I know what I'm getting game time. Come come Sunday, I know what I'm getting. But you need that. I mean, some guys need that. You know, you just need that. Yeah, no doubt. Um, All right, so practice today, we mentioned a couple different things, who looked good, who didn't look good, what's happening, how long they went. The big news coming out of there, if you're just tuning in, is Jason Kelsey. He's going to get a uh, what they call a cleanup in the elbow, kind of a scope. Barrett's had it done several times, said it's not a huge deal. Uh, the thing wasn't healing the way that he had hoped. He, he remember, he was, it was bothering him last year, too. So they're going to clean it up. They think he's going to be ready, according to multiple reports, uh, by the season opener. If not, it'll be Cam Jurgens thrown to, into the fire. So, yeah, it's the other thing. We're going to see a lot of him on come Friday night. Cam well, Jurgens. they need to, we need to see that. Younger yeah. guys need to rest. But guys like Fletcher Cox, um, you know, uh, even A.J. Brown, he do, we really don't need him in game-type situations either. But I do need that the younger guys like, um, like you know, even, even, even uh, Devontae Smith, you know, guys that really need – to be just to have the, the the feel of the game back again because they haven't necessarily had it for the you know more than two years need that type of you know those those type of reps right. like I'm I'm kind of looking at you know Jackson Jackson at this point hasn't shown me anything you know he shows promise you know he's six foot five a tight end you know what I'm saying but he's been hurt he's been hurt the entire time guys like that need to practice Jake Stahl needs to practice uh, the entire offensive line. The starters, Jordan Malata doesn't need to. No. Um, no. Sam Malo doesn't. Of course, Lane doesn't. Uh, but you know, Kelsey doesn't. But everybody else needs quality time. They need to, they need to play practice more. They need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. All right. So here's what we have coming up. We got Sal Pal at 1:30. We'll talk to him uh, about the Eagles, about this past weekend in Canton. We have a full-blown NFL segment. Coming up at 2 o'clock, we'll give you a little bit more detail what went down in Washington. Strange situation there. Uh, a report about Carson Wentz, and now he looks. Roquan Smith wants out of Chicago. Aaron Rodgers uh, did not violate anything with his uh, Awashku uh, trip that he made to the desert back hey, in man. 2020. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers basically told us he went out there smoking some high-grade peyote or something. Man. I'm like, I got one with nature. Love it. It gave me a newfound appreciation for football, man. I'm like, yeah. yep. dude, this dude missed Woodstock by like 50 yeah. years. He, man. My man's Bro, out there. My man you, like, you know what reminds me of? You know what, me of? what? I don't know if you guys remember. Um, what was it? Young Guns when they went in there and the, you know, you see those chickens start shooting. You got to do it over reciting poetry. She yeah. loves me. She loves me not. And you hear me? Just look, you know, you guys would know. Just just look it up. Go ahead and, and Google uh, um, Young Guns All right. and Chick. If you look up Young Guns and Chick, you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. There, there, okay. I will say that there was there was a time when I first met Baird Brooks and got to know Baird Brooks. I thought he would definitely need to be tested. I just, 
<laughs> I just, I was like, some of the stuff he said, and I'm Thank like, God, we don't do that at Jacob Media. Thank God. I'm, you know, <laughs> the best thing that happened was that he sat right across from me, so I could watch every move he made. Because if he flinched the wrong way. I was up and out of that joint because I didn't I know who it. I was dealing with. I'm telling you, man, any given moment. Bro, I was not. I was not a bad guy. I was a mean guy. No, this, I didn't say. I didn't say a bad people, guy. People I didn't say a bad guy. Stuff, bro. People did stupid stuff. You have to admit that. Wait, wait. I didn't. Stuff. Wait. I didn't say you were a bad guy. I said you were different. That's all I said. You were what different. What does that mean? What does that what? mean? I'll just mean? leave it out there for open discussion. Come he on, was, man. Bear Come was on, different, man. man. He knows what I'm talking about. Look, he can't even look in the camera right I'm, now. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm what, no, what it was, I mean, I, number one, I did not, what did it say? Aaron Rodgers <laughs> with more mushrooms than Italian making a grandmother's gravy recipe. <laughs> no, all I'm saying is this. I was used to a certain, like, I, I'm, I'm over at NFL Films, you know what I'm saying, with NFL Network, and they treated talent differently over there. Like talent over there, you know, they came in when they wanted to come in and, you know, did what they wanted to do. They did as long as they got right with the show, they were good. Oh, that explains a lot. Yeah, we, 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 I come to NBC, it's like we got to be there a certain amount of time. Even though we ain't got nothing to do, we got to sit in there at our desk <laughs> with nothing to do a certain amount of time. I'm like, what is this? What is this? Why am I sitting here? There's nothing to do. Because I just get mad. I'm like, I'm, I shouldn't be just sitting here just doing nothing. Until I thought about it. Oh, well, people, when they go nine to five jobs, you're supposed to sit in that job That's right. for a That's whole right. nine to five. It didn't make right. sense to me. It didn't click, man. And, and, and Rob, it wasn't until I, 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 I talked I talk to D-Gun. We, 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 he hashed it out for me. D mm -hmm. Rob, I can't tell you how many times that man will sit across me and go, D-Gun, I've been here four hours, man. This ain't right. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> You getting paid as a full time employee, brother? You know, people on the job eight nine hours a day. Yeah, you know Sometimes how long that pro that producer's been what? in here and that production assistant. <laughs> some, a lot days, longer man, than that. Hey, some days I was in there like 12, 13 hours a day, man. You get ready to go home, a story break. You got to turn around it. and go back. Hunt uh, dinner plans are off. Tell the kids I can't make it. Oh, I'm hey man, Bear was in there indignant, man. Mm -hmm. I've been here three and a half, four hours, man. I'm I'm looking at him and go like. What? What are you talking about? I'm Four hours. Twiddling my, I'm, I'm twiddling my thumbs, man. Just twiddling my yeah, thumbs. He, he wasn't twiddling his thumbs, man. Every time I look down, I see him here of his laptop. I'm like, what you doing, man? He's watching Young Guns. I'm, hold up, D-Gun. I'm watching this movie. I'll talk to you in a minute. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I can't say what? Line, man. I'm, all right, man. I, I, got my, I, got my, I got my... I definitely got my money's worth of Netflix during that yeah, time. See, like, Fly Parks knows. Sits in his job and he watches Jacob Media all day. Exactly right. <laughs> Exactly. I'm like, what what in the world's going on here? I have yeah. never worked with a co-worker like Bear Brooks before, man. That was pure entertainment. It was. It was fun, man. <laughs> bro, you were you bro, you was you were pretty entertaining also, man. I don't know what you're I, talking about, dude. What <laughs> I what I probably I, I, no, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. That's Gotta it. say it now. Hold well, up, man. My wife might be listening, bro. You say no, something. No, you got nothing to do with that, B. Okay. He told her he got one time he 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 said, you know what? I woke up, I said, I woke up this morning from a dream. And he tells the bosses, I dreamed that I choked you. Oh, and then I woke up and I came to work. And he, and he told he told he told the boss that. I'm looking like, did he just say that to the boss? I, I, I mean, I probably wouldn't try that now in 2022. Right? I'm like, did he just say this? Yeah. He just told his boss that. Uh -huh. I'm thinking, I remember I'm, that, man. 
I don't right, remember that moment. Right, 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 right. And I woke up, he said, and, and he said, I was pretty happy. You know, we think that would be a nightmare, but I was pretty happy about it. I came to work to see if I did it. Oh <laughs> I couldn't believe he said that. He, he literally said that I came to work just to see if I did it. Oh, <laughs> he said, I was kind of happy with the dream, and I came to work just to see if I did it. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like, did this just happen? I, I started getting a call. I started, I started getting itching and everything. I'm like, shakes. Yes. I don't remember saying that, dude. To be honest, yeah, you, yeah, you do. Just deny, deny, deny. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. And when Tris first heard about it, she said, "Derek, you told me that, but you're not supposed to tell your boss that." <laughs> man, I got lecture. I got lecture for that, man. Because he dined me out. He dined me out to my wife, Rob. See, oh. That's Oh yeah, he dined me out. You know, and I got the I got the Trish lecture, man. You ain't where's the bro code, man? Yeah, man. It, you know, it, I didn't really dime you out. You had Look. talked about it, and she said, "What are you guys talking about?" And that's when she heard it. Yeah, and and then he added to he had to tell her the whole story. I, I, I had to, I, and it makes it makes so bad. I was not embellishing. Dude. I didn't embellish yeah. at all. I just told exactly the truth. What I just said to you guys exactly how it went. I was so uncomfortable. You know, hey, what I'm saying? I, was so I did. I, I did. I did get away with some stuff. I sit back now. I'm like, man, I can't believe I got away with that. Right. And my, my wife, my my wife would always tell me, "Should you be doing that at work?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I should be doing it. Yeah, why not? What are you gonna do?" <laughs> yeah, oh I well, see. People it, knew. People knew I was. People knew I was like a class clown. Come on, Barrett. Right, 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 knew, right, right. You know. Yeah, they weren't taking you all that seriously. They, they definitely knew. Well, that well. Well, a few yeah. people took me seriously, but well, yeah, that's another story. But I hear you. I hear you. All right, let's come back. We'll keep it rolling with the birds. South Powell at one thirty. We'll mix in some fills. They uh, they're back at it tonight. They won five in a row. You'll we'll hit all that of bit. that. Yeah, we'll talk we about the after 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 party. Yes, we. Oh, okay. More secrets are going to be revealed. Don't go anywhere. They're gone. Barrett Rob, Rob's like, yes, Rob's like we're supposed Jacob's to be a professional team. here. Yeah, professional <laughs> what? Uh, all right. So I will actually tell you about the professionals at ProAction Restoration. All right. So you got a home. You got a business. You might have a property. You've either experienced water, fire, smoke, mold damage. And if you have, uh, these are the people that you want to turn to if you're having problems. If not, take this number down in case it happens to you. ProAction is on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist you. I've gone through it. I've reached out to them. They got right there. They fixed it. It was done. It was clean. It was reasonable. They are licensed, bonded, fully insured, and they've been around for a long time. You can just look them up, check out their ratings. They've been in the uh, servicing the tri-state area for more than two decades. They will also work in conjunction with your insurance company. Again, it could be water, it could be fire, it could be smoke, mold remediation, Anything, you name it. If you're not sure, reach out to them as well for a consultation. 610-623-3760. 610-623-3760. Online, ProActionRestoration.com. ProActionRestoration.com.
Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. The glass is for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, this. And that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rim... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, we are Sports Take. Rob Ellis, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, uh, hanging with you on this Tuesday, this uh, post-Monday. Gunner, you all right? What's going on? You, you're muted, other than that. <laughs> no, I'm, go. I'm good. I'm just uh, I'm enjoying the moment. Um, <laughs> hanging out with my brothers. That's, That's all. Right. Uh, we're kind of it's kind of a rare form sort of day today uh to say the least every day's rare form day but today is uh particularly uh anybody anybody else you want me to try to pop on unexpectedly today or uh <laughs> you know hey look work your, work your magic man i love it i love every second that's, that's what makes this fun honest to god man like right, uh, right, right. we're lucky we get to work in the toy department i always tell people that when it comes right, to sports right. man it's, it's so not true. blood and guts you know i, I worked and you, you guys have as well. Uh, when you've worked in local news, like I've worked, right. I've worked for ESPN, I've worked for for Comcast Sports, that which became NBC Sports Worldwide. But I also worked in some local news as well. And when you're, you know, you're, I'm, I've always worked in sports, but I sat right near, you know, where the news stuff is happening. And you know, you see people that got to go out on calls for real stuff, and reporters yeah. and producers. Oh, have to yeah. go for, man. 
and, you know, we get cracked up about, well, you know, what a coaching decision or something like that. I'll take that any day over going have to go to some fire or some, you know, shooting or something absolutely. like that. Man. Absolutely. So, we're we're hey, talking man. about sports, yeah. man. And my first job in this business, I was a sports director in El Centro, California, but occasionally I had to grab a camera and go out and shoot news myself, shoot the video, put the camera on a tripod, set it down and, and report on it. I mean, I had to do stuff like crashes, you know, uh, charred bodies, you know, stuff like I'm like, no, that's not for me. Nope. No, uh-uh. No, oh. so yeah. I made my so, decision real quick. I'm with you, man. So I appreciate every day what we do. <clears throat> Absolutely, man. It, it's 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 amazing, you know, like, I mean, just little things like um, I, I'm going I'm to I'm give you a shameless plug, bro. I, I got I'm, uh, my boy, Rob. OK, now I got my full my college football schedule um, that, you know, for for three games. OK, my first game is on uh, September 3rd. I have BYU at South Florida. And they're playing at the Bucks uh, stadium. Yeah, right? they, so they're yeah. playing. Yeah, they're playing awesome. the Bucks stadium. So, I mean, it's going to be amazing. But then. My next two games are in my backyard. <laughs> I got uh, your 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 team. You got the Owls? Your Temple Owls, yes. I got okay. Lafayette at Temple. All right. And then uh, the next week, September 17th, I have Rutgers at Temple. Oh, you got a double dip, Stan. Wow. Yeah. The new, wow. the new man on North Broad. Right. Okay. So, I mean, I, I, I mean, you know, I get paid to do talk and commentate football. I mean, it's, it's well, sports, period. Yeah, you know, not- like – all the women in my like in my house, they're they they're nurses. Um and some of the stuff that they have to go through, some of the stuff that they see, yeah, it's crazy, man. Crazy. My two daughters are nurses, and some you know, I mean they they might be packing some wounds where somebody has a hole in their body mm-hmm. and they have to pack it with galls, yeah. you know, so it can heal right, heal from the inside out, and you know. They say that when they have to do it, I mean, like it's, it's you know rotten flesh in there. Sometimes so they have to clean it out, and they pull yeah, yeah. stuff out. It stinks when they pull it out. Or, yeah. I mean, I'm like, I I can't stand to see my own blood, let alone you know yeah. doing stuff like that, man. So, I mean, it's a blessing to do what we do every day, and I, yeah. I really appreciate everybody on the stream. You know, yeah. you guys make it just absolutely as, just as fun as everybody else. You know, what I'm saying you 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 guys you just don't know you, you you ladies and gentlemen. You guys make my day, Mister. Because some of the stuff that comes on here is is, is crazy. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah, it yeah. is in a lot of ways. And, and and you guys know my oldest daughter and my son-in-law, her husband are both RNs. Yeah, and they work the overnight shifts at, at hospitals. And some of the horror stories they tell me about people you got to hold down and, and sometimes tackle and you know and stuff you got to do cleaning up people and stuff. I'm like, right, right, right. I couldn't do it. I, I hate to wipe it. my own ass, let alone wipe somebody else's. Hey, 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 man. Come on, I'm, man. I'm so, my, you fault, just, man. my fault, you just, man. You just had a Pete I'm sorry, Rose, mom. You just had a Pete Rose moment right there. I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry, mom. That's good. Yeah. We're working blue. Hey, Lane worked a little blue. That's okay. Yeah, it happens. Look, you know man. what I mean? That's the beauty of uh, also what we bro. do. Yeah, yeah. man. You, know. you can work a little blue. Uh, but you're right. So we are very appreciative, man, of each and every one of you. Because uh, And by the way, smash the like button while we're at it. But it, if it wasn't for you, there wouldn't be an us. Okay, so let, let's be real clear about that. Um, so Sal's coming up at the bottom of the hour. So much to talk to about Sal. I did want to hit you guys with this. Uh, Philly's back at it. They are in sole possession of second place in the NL wild card. They're ahead of the Padres. Padres crazy. Lost, dude, they've lost five straight. Five straight with yep. all the moves they made, yep. including Soto yep. and everything else they did. Five straight. Yep. They just got to get together, man. You know, it, it, you can't just think you're going to have a winning formula just by bringing somebody in. Man. Those, all no. those chips have to gel together, man. Yeah. 
No, no you're right. Barry, think about it. Uh, the Phillies lose Harper, and you think they're done. And what do they do? And then San Diego they gets better. everybody, and, and look what yep. they're doing. You know? Just don't but I, I will I will say this about San Diego. They may be struggling now, but I'm looking at that lineup. I don't know if I want to see that team in the postseason. <laughs> right. I, 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 yeah. It feels look, like only a matter hey, of time. Yes. They the, get pitch, the pitching moves they made, man. They got Soto over there now, man. They got players coming. What, Tatis is back? Is he back yet? He's soon. He's rehabbing oh, now. He's. You know, like the Phillies, that might be one of those teams I hope I bypass the first round of the playoffs. I'm with you. I don't know. I don't know. Leave him alone. Let a sleeping sleeping bear lie. That's right. Leave him alone. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. But Phillies 21 and 13 without Harper, guys. They are now up to, I saw this uh, on NBC Sports Philadelphia today, they have a 92.8 chance of making the playoffs according to Baseball Reference Simulator. So, that I mean, that's – that's pretty good, man. Almost 93% uh, at this point. They have 19 of their 54 games, just 19 of 54 remaining, come against teams with winning records. Yep. So it's setting up very well. Uh, they will get the Braves seven more times. Uh, they will get the Mets after this series. They get the Mets starting Friday night. So that's going to be big as well. The Mets are just slaughtering everybody you know, in their wake. Um, but really unbelievable. And the thing that impresses me the most is, they could be a lot of different ways. Yes. Starting pitching, relief pitching. Now with the long ball, they're playing a little bit more small ball. I, I mean, it's uh, it's pretty cool what's going on with this team, the transformation. That's kind of unique them playing small ball now. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, you look at it, you know, Swarber, he, he um, what they call Swarbernager. Yeah, yeah. He's, Schwerbaum, he's, Schwerbaum. Schwerbaum, yeah. yeah. Well, he was bailing us out the entire, you know, middle of the season. With bombs, just you know, saying home run after home run, you know, get things going. But then they change it all the way around. Now these young guys are starting to, you know, step up. And small ball is becoming how we're winning games. Now we're generating runs that way. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. that's making our game complete. Yeah, they can beat you in in a multitude of ways, man. And it's it's uh it's how you can survive. You know, all right. Well, we didn't get great starting pitching. All right, we'll just have to get enough offense. We didn't get great relief. You know, I mean, they they could just do it any different way. Suarez has really stepped up. You have a real good yeah. one, two, three now. Gibson's been pretty darn good for the most part. We'll see what Syndergaard has. But uh, they get a team who normally in this spot you'd go in really nervous about because they've given them, you know, a tough time over the years. Yes, but they you, have. Yeah, and, but you also – you just feel good about where this team is mentally. Yeah. Uh, and, and they've had recent success against Miami. And here's the other good thing. <clears throat> You get to start the series off with Wheeler. You know, Wheeler coming out yep. of the shoot tonight, and then then it's Syndergaard tomorrow and Gibson after that. But that's a that's a pretty darn darn good way to start a series, man, with Wheeler. They beat you with the top of the lineup, the middle of the lineup, the back end of the lineup. It doesn't make a difference. Somebody steps up. You know, most teams you have a core group of players you expect to carry the load. Yeah. You know, like the first four or five batters to carry the load, and hopefully you get some productivity from the back end. With this team, the back end sometimes outshines the front end of this lineup. Right. And that's and it's been consistent that way. Mm-hmm. You know, Schwarber's not hitting the ball, you know, with authority the way he has been. But that's okay. We understand that. You hit those low periods. Yeah. But they haven't missed a beat because now Rob's favorite player in the lineup, Castellanos, is picking up some of the slack. Stop veering all these guys. Real Muto has really Muto? come I mean, to life. Yep. Well, let me all ask you this then: Can they survive with Reese being the DH, and 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 Hall being first base, or would you switch that up, or you leave well enough alone? Um, 
it wouldn't I'm, bother me either way. Yeah, I'm leaving it, Barrett. I, I, I still don't believe that um, Harper's going to be able to play right with the elbow. So I'll plug Harper into DH. Oh, man, yeah, what am I doing with Derek Hall? What are you going to do with Hall? That's a good question. You're not sending him back down the way he's produced. Where are you going to play him? Reese can play third, but, I mean, you, no, you got to leave ball alone. Up. Yeah, you're not putting Reese at third, bro. Don't yeah. do that. I, I mean, he can, though. He no, can, though. But do you, I mean, do you mess with Bomb then? Maybe I can get Halt two Where? starts or three starts a week if Where? I give if I give Reese off a night. If I give I mean, Reese is hot right now. If I give Schwarber maybe a night off, I give maybe Castellanos a night off. I can work him in two or three times a week. Maybe I don't know. That's. It's a that's, good problem to have, you know. Yeah, that, that's the uh, that's the it's a good problem to have. That's the complicated thing with Harper's situation. But yeah, it's who would have thought? You know, who would have thought we'd be sitting here right now uh, at this juncture on August 9th with the with these kind of situations? Phillies are in second place in the wild card. Look, the thing is, <laughs> you're not catching them back. I saw it too. I saw it, Mister Taz. <laughs> oh man! I'm not look. I like Hall. Hall is not in the same category as all these other guys. I've got fired. Okay, I just, it's just he's just in a log jam, man. But yes, oh, no, man. he's a that would be a real shame if that guy gets sent back down. Because and the other thing is he's not young. He's like 27, man. Like this right. is right. this has been his chance, and he's making the most of it too. That would yeah, that would stink. Yeah, but this you know, stink. man, it's, it's 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 a great problem to have, man. But I mean, where do you put him, man? He's 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 been hitting. <laughs> yeah, hitting very is, well. I, I feel like Harper's about three weeks away. Right. So, you know, maybe he shows you one way or the other. You know where he ends up. You know, belonging. He's he's gonna have he's gonna have a little bit more of, a, of an audition, I guess, for lack of a better word. So they have Miami for three tonight, and then this is where it gets interesting. You go to New York over the weekend. Uh, for three, yeah. And then in between, you get you're at the Reds, but then you come back here for four against the Mets again. So yes. that's a yes. gonna be a nice little test right there. You know what else is strange? They go to the West Coast late, guys. They they go to oh, no. Arizona August 29th, then San Francisco. You don't usually see that this late. In no, year. you don't. Well, not only that, but they close out the season against Houston. That's that makes that makes me a little nervous because I am I'm, I'm hoping Houston is good as Houston is. I hope Houston has their spot locked up and they sit everybody that last series. I don't want to see the, see the Phillies have to play Houston and they're jockeying for a position the last three games of the series. Uh, that, that that one makes me a little nervous. Yeah, yep. I'm with you. I'm with you because the thing is, the way this potentially could work is you might have three games on the road. The three-game series that you might be in is three on the road. Right. You really hope you can set up their pitching because if you can end up somehow having a Wheeler Nola uh, Suarez kind of setup, man, could that be nasty? Uh, you know, for the opposing team, if that's the pot. But you got to win. If you got to win those games to close out the season, you might have to throw Syndergaard and yeah. Oh no no no, no. Gibson. Uh, I know. Bro, have faith. Have faith in, in Thor, man. Have faith in him. Uh, yeah, I, I will. I'll give Thor this. He play. You know, it, there's a lot going on when you get traded, and, and like the next day you're pitching for a new team on the East Coast. Like there was a lot going on there. I'll give him that. I, I will. All right, I'll say this: if Thor doesn't have his hammer in his next start, I'm worried. I'll give him the first one, making a transition like Rob uh, said. Give him, I'll give him that. But now you settled in. You've had a, you've had a extended period of time to get acclimated to your new surroundings. You got a Miami team coming up that's reeling. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they were we were talking about them possibly being that sleeper slipping the back door. Yeah, she <laughs> just all my job. I need it. I love it. Kevin, you're safe for right now. Don't get out of line. I'll, you'll you'll be next. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you're but, good. You're but you, good. you're catching this Miami team at the right time, man. And yeah. uh, if he has a similar outing, would he pitches tomorrow night? Uh, yeah. So okay. your your order, Barrett. Congrats. You get your Mons Venus card from Sills. You're good to go. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, a, it's a steakhouse. It's a, a steakhouse. Great so, steakhouse. Yeah. Great good steak steaks. There. Yeah, good, good food. Uh, hey, hey, Seals, what are you doing in Mons Venus, man? What are you doing, bro? Huh? He likes the, the buffet. You explain it's, that one. Yeah, it's good food. Um, yeah, so Derek, the way it sets up, are you, are you for the next for this yeah. series coming up, or what are you talking about New York? No, no, I'm talking about uh, uh, the Marlins series. Oh yeah, yeah. You go Wheeler, Syndergaard is tomorrow, right, right, so he's Wednesday, right. and then Gibson. Yeah, okay. you'll, you'll, so we'll see him tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All right, Thor better bring that hammer. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he better. Because, but here's the thing: I don't think Eflin's going to come back. But if he does come back, then if Thor isn't dealing, man, he's he's going to be in trouble. He is going to be in trouble. Uh, so Sills plays cards there. He's strictly a card player. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay, hey Sills. Hey, you wink, guys play wink, cards? Wink. Yeah. Wink. Wink. Okay. Yeah. Sills. Right. Yeah, that's why he's my boy, man. That's why he's my boy, man. <laughs> my mine's Venus is like a a ranked as like a one seed, uh, in, right. in in that category. We'll just leave it at that. And, and what category would that be? Rob? That would be the best stakes in, in the oh, okay. in the Tampa area. Uh, well, I don't know. But I think Burns would have something to say about that because I've been to Burns Steakhouse a number of times. So, so you have to clarify, Rob. What do you I don't know if about? this is the same ambiance in Burns. <laughs> and Burns is good. Burns is good. Yes. Yeah. You got to be careful with the lunch. Rob getting, Rob getting beat red, man. Come you, on, Rob. You got to be careful with the lunchtime buffet. You 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 want to you want to make the dinner buffet more of your your really? scene. From what really? I've heard. Yeah, that's what my my sources tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Rob about to tell on himself in a minute. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, yes. Unbelievable. Oh man. Um so Philly's best record since June for our third best record since June yep. 1st. Um I don't know if you guys are paying attention to what uh, what's happening, you know, league wise. But so there's two teams that are just ridiculous. The Yankees for most of the year have been. I mean, 71 wins, but the Mets have been amazing. They won four straight, eight of their last ten. The Dodgers have won eight straight and nine of their last ten. Dodgers are up to 75 wins. Like I didn't think anybody was passing the range of the uh, Yankees. Yankees. I didn't either. Like I'll put it to you this way: the Padres are 16 games back in the NL West. Dodgers 16. just swept them in a four-game series. Yeah, they owned them. They just don't. And, and the and the Mets just beat the Braves four out of five because there yep. was a makeup game in there. Yep. The NL's really good, man. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are, man. You know, I mean, most other years, the Phillies are having a damn good year. But, man, it is just a really tough year to, to, to be in the National League. All That's I know sure. is, all I know at this point, that I'm, I feel as though I'm never out of game and I'm not out of this playoff situation. Yeah, right. I agree. Right, you know, I agree with you. About it. And, and the uh, and it's also just awesome to have these two times of the year converging, where the Eagles have started and the Phillies. It means something. Like that, it's just so much fun every night. There's just juice to every single night uh, with the way this is going. All right, so we are going to step aside. Sal Palantonio from ESPN is going to be joining us. We will not only talk Eagles, but we'll talk about what went down this weekend in Canton for the Hall of Fame game and the Hall of Fame induction of uh, none other than Dick Vermeil, who we had on yesterday's show. And again, you can catch that interview in its entirety, jacobsports.com and Jacob Sports YouTube Network. We got all those there. Lane Johnson a little bit earlier. Sales next. Adam Kaplan tomorrow. Uh, we'll be talking to Adam, too. Looking forward to that 
as well. So don't go anywhere. We got South Hal coming up. <laughs> what happened? What is it? Look look at John Dickerson's comment, man. I mean, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> come on, man. Are you serious? Come on, man. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh my yeah, goodness. you go. Is and there Gigi, a full moon out there today? This yeah, today's a weird day. I think last night was actually. Last Ooh. night was a full moon. Oh uh, my goodness! You know what I'll do too when I when we hit this break? I'll run outside and show you guys my latest project that I'm. Oh, I gotta see this. All right, we'll do that as well when we get back. Don't go anywhere. So South Pal coming up. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. Let's talk a little Razor technology. All right, so change management. With threat vectors evolving, it's never been more important to monitor all the changes in your work environment and set up automated alerts for when something violates an existing policy. Get visibility into pivotal changes happening to your systems and networks with IT support from Razor Technology. Change management is an end-to-end solution for tracking changes across the systems and networks your business administers so that it's transparency into who is making changes with enough time to respond, can take corrective action if necessary. Look, an unauthorized user device or application doesn't need to very long to cause serious, serious financial and reputational damage to an organization by alerting, damaging, or stealing sensitive data. That's why Razor Technology uses real-time change detection to catch malicious actors in minutes, not days or weeks. Contact Razor Technology today to learn how our managed IT services can protect and enhance your business. Call 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or visit us online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. Stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. The glass is for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, this. And that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero carbs, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. 
so good it just disappears. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome back in, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for hanging with us on this Tuesday. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, along with Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn. I am Rob Ellis. Thrilled, thrilled to have our next guest on. He uh, spent the uh, the weekend in Canton, Ohio. Certainly worst places to be, that is for sure. The one and only from ESPN, national correspondent Sal Palantonio. Sal Pal, how are we doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks a lot, Rob. Good to see you, D. Gunn, Barry. Likewise, brother. Sal, give How's us your going, impressions, bro? man. We we had Dick on yesterday, and, and he was amazing, as he always is, right? And yes. I know you were there, and you got to, to soak it all in and everything that went down this weekend. I know he gave you a lot of love for, for, his, for the campaign and, and getting him in and what it means to him and all those kind of things. But let's just hear it in your words, what, what it meant to you and how cool it was to see Dick get in there. You know, Rob, it was just very humbling and inspiring. You know, I always find the Hall of Fame induction ceremony to be very inspiring. These are men at the top of their profession. Uh, some of them have come up from never. Many of them have waited many, many years to get in, like mm -hmm. this year's class, Tony Baselli, Leroy Butler, and, of course, our own Dick Vermeil. The Dick Vermeil campaign, as you put it, quote-unquote, <laughs> Uh, it took a long time. You know, it, it's not like one of those organic uh, Hall of Fame candidacies like Peyton Manning or Brett Favre or Bill Cower or Jimmy Johnson. It took a long time to get Dick in. I was happy to lead the charge, but we had a lot of help. We had Ron Jaworski, Carl Peterson, Paul Domowicz, uh, John Ganoda, the Philadelphia Eagles PR department did a great job putting some, some material together. You know, you have to get um, – you have to get a campaign where you're writing letters, you're making phone calls, you're just getting everything set up so that the voters have all the information 
Uh, and then you start a presentation that you hope will go well. And it was a couple of years in the making, and we finally got him in. It was really important, Rob, to get him in. He's 82 years old. He really deserves it. And uh, I wanted to get him in as soon as possible. Hey, hey, Sal, how long had the campaign been going on? How, from start to finish, would you say? Uh, I would say well over six years, D-Gun, in terms wow. of just start to finish. But, you know, he's been eligible for well over yep. a decade. Yep. Um, you know, it really started to really gather steam uh, at the 100th anniversary of the NFL. I was on the Centennial Selection Committee with Bill Belichick, Ron Wolf, the late great uh, John Clayton, uh, Bill Polian, John Madden, uh, some other writers. Uh, I, I was uh, uh, honored to be included on that committee. We met at the Hall of Fame, and the finalists for the coaches were Holmgren, Shanahan, Vermeil, Cower, and Jimmy Johnson. And mm. Jimmy Johnson and Cower got in, and Vermeil was right behind them. So, you know, I, I would say three years ago was when, you know, we thought we had a real shot. Mm -hmm. That was the year that we got Harold Carmichael in and Steve Sable. So I was almost mm. three for three. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, 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 it was about that time for him to come, you know, just like you mentioned, you know, Kyle Shanahan, Mike Holmgren, you know. It's hard to get a coach in, man, you know, you know, before, you know, it's easier for players. What was that process? You know, what, how intense was it? You know, it's a very challenging, difficult and delicate task because there are a lot of deserving Hall of Famers. Right. And there are 46 members of the committee. Now, I'm I was on I'm on a subcommittee called the Contributors Subcommittee. And this year we have lumped coaches and contributors in a 12-person field, that Zoom meeting will be held on August 23rd for the 2023 class. So, you know, there's a debate, a presentation, a debate, a discussion. It's all very professional. It's, um, it's, it's, a, it's one of – listen, I, I had the privilege to be involved with the NFL and ESPN for a long time. But this is, to me, my favorite – the favorite part of my job is being involved with the the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And if you've never been there, got to go. Got to go. Got to go. It's fantastic. 100%. Well, you can pull some strings, put me in. Um, I know I'll have a snowball <laughs> chance. But Boy, you got that much pull. No. You better start working right now, Sal. <laughs> yeah. Make that happen, man. Get, get him in by 2032 if you can. Exactly. They don't have a six man award. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Sal. Hey, um, I know one guy, Jerry Evans. Yeah, hey, Jari, yes. Jari Evans, I mean, of the Saints, a lot of Pro Bowls, a lot of all pros, won the Super Bowl like you, uh, Barrett. Uh, he I should. mean, he, he's got a chance of being the next guard. And if you look at pro football reference, I think he right now is, le uh, is listed as the ninth all-time greatest guard, and the wow. top eight are already in. Wow. So right. Jari Evans has a very good shot, I believe. That's definitely, awesome. Definitely. Well deserved hey, if he does. Hey, mm -hmm. Sal, being, being at that Hall of Fame uh, induction ceremony this weekend, give me your take on Brian Young's Hall of Fame speech. Oh. I mean, because that, that touched so many people, and it just made me sit back and reflect on, on having my kids today and, and even looking at my grandchildren. I can't even imagine what it's like to go through what he went through. Well, you could hear uh, – you could hear a pin drop, you know, and Bryant Young is one of the most soft-spoken, uh, yeah. you know, and well-spoken and, and intelligent and, and thoughtful players that I've ever come across. And, 
you know, no, nobody really knew the story okay. uh, that mm. was in that was in the audience there in Canton. And so it, you know, it hit us uh, pretty hard. It was very emotional. People gave him multiple standing ovations. And, uh, you know, it was the lead story coming out of Canton in yeah. all the on all the websites is the story that he told about losing his son. So mm. it was it was uh, very moving. And um, yes, absolutely. Got to got to appreciate uh, what you have. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No and question. What you appreciate. Mm. And it's the best part of, of those speeches that you, you get the human side of this thing and it makes you, you know, all right, football's great, but how am I inspiring? How am I motivated? A lot of what Dick Vermeil talked about as well and all the candidates. So you really great coverage there, Sal. I watched it all weekend uh, with what you were doing there. Uh, let me ask you about the Eagles, Sal. We, you know, we're sitting here and we're very excited for this team. We see a lot of talent, you know, and, and but we, we know that doesn't always translate when it comes to, you know, game time. And when it gets real here, there's the Kelsey, you know, little cleanup here with the elbow. If you didn't get a chance to hear, they think he'll be back for the uh, start of the regular season. But what's your sense of where this team, as we, you know, sit here on August 9th, as they head into the season? Yeah, we are a month and two days away from the opener, Rob. Mm. A month and two days. So, you know, what I like to do, and I did on the last time I was on your program, and thank you for having me, mm. is I like to do little picture, big picture, right? So, Let's go little picture first. I made some notes. So we've, we've completed about half a training camp. And here's my overall conclusion about the team. I think they'll definitely be more competitive in areas where they were deficient last year. I think they have improved seriously in their passing game. I think that uh, they are in vastly improved in their pass defense. I think they'll be vastly improved on uh, in their pass rush. Uh, I think clearly Jonathan Gannon now has the tools on defense to do more exotic things and do them more often. And if he doesn't, you know, uh, got to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I think it's really incumbent upon him to use his tools uh, so that they get more pressure on the quarterback. And, and they have that. As for Jalen Hurts, so here's what I see and I, what I've witnessed and what I've uh, been talking to the coaches and players and I'm talking to Jalen, much more calm much more confident, much more in command, much more in control. I think that's the result of several things. First of all, um, you know, he's only been in the same system for the two straight years, once mm -hmm. before in his life at age 16. So he's in the second year with the same system and the same coaches. That has calmed him down. You can see it. He knows where to go with the football. And num number two, his body. You know, a lot of people are not talking about this, but I talked about it the first day I was there, and I asked him and Nick Sirianni about it. He has slimmed down in his core. He's definitely got more flexible in his hips. He's definitely got stronger in his legs and upper body. You can see that he has molded his body. He went through the offseason. He went to California, and he said, okay, I got to get better in terms of my base delivering the football and I have to do much better in terms of being able to finish the season strong. I asked him, did you work out differently? He said, no, bro, mm -hmm. just eat better. That's all. Just got to mm -hmm. eat clean. That's what you got to do. So, <laughs> and you know, Hey, that's a lesson for all of us for sure. Mm -hmm. So I think his body is different. His mind is in a different place. And as far as delivering the football, we talked about this the last time I was on your program, balls coming out quicker. Yeah. The base is there. The ball's coming out quicker, a little bit more accurately than it was last year. 
And he's got a favorite target now. He's got his T.O. He's got his Tyreek Hill. He's got A.J. Brown. And you can see the guys who are doing the counting of the targets, A.J. Brown is getting most of the attention. With Devontae on the shelf Mm. with that groin injury, but he's going to get most of the attention in this offense. Yeah. Mm. As he should. As he should. I, I, You know, I, I look at this team as a whole, and this might be the most complete team I've seen, you know, in, in the division. So, I mean, I, I think we have jumped ahead of, of, of Dallas. But as far as being complete, I think Howie Roseman did a masterful job of getting guys in a situation where they can become, um, you know, better than they were. Because of that, do you see them as division winners, or are you still thinking that Dallas still has the upper hand on them? No, I said on your program, you put it out on social media last time, I expect the Eagles to win the division, Barrett. I expect them to win the division. And let me ask you gentlemen a question. You Mm. look at the NFC right now. Who's in the NFC championship game? Who's a lock to go to the NFC championship game? You got Look at the NFC East. You got three quarterbacks in a prove-it year. Look at the NFC South. You got a 45-year-old quarterback and three quarterbacks that are One's coming back from an injury. Another was changing hands. They completely blew things up in Atlanta. You got in the NFC North a new quarterback in Chicago, a new head coach in Minnesota. Green Bay, Devontae Adams and 169 targets are out in Oakland. Uh, excuse me, Las Vegas. Um, so you, you, you look at San Francisco, they got a new quarterback. Seattle, new quarterback. Arizona, you never know what's going to go with on, on with them in the postseason. Uh, The Rams, their quarterback's coming back with tendonitis in his elbow. You tell me who's a lock to be in the NFC Championship game this year. I don't think anybody is, Sal. I'll jump on it first. I I think it's incredibly wide open. We know how hard it is to repeat. It hasn't happened since 0405. So, I mean, it's been forever, which, you know, and you're right about the Stafford thing. I mean, I'm watching him work out yesterday, and they were saying how good it looked. He looked like he was just soft tossing everything because they were concerned about that. And yeah, San Fran's really good defensively, but we don't know about Trey Lance. And we don't know how Aaron Rodgers is going to react to not having that Devontae Adams safety blanket. So right, I right. think it's very wide open. Mm-hmm. I mean, way more wide open than the AFC is. So why not Philly? I mean, honestly, I mean, I'm not being facetious. I'm definitely not being a homer here. I'm just suggesting it is wide open. You get a, if you get the division title in a home playoff game and you win mm-hmm. a playoff game, you're right there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you're, you're two That's games right. away. That's 100%. right. You're absolutely right. I, There's I, no I'm question about. The, it. I'm thinking the same thing because you have a quarterback. He's not going to give you the huge numbers. He's not going to put up you know 350 yards a game or 300 yards a game. He's not going to have you know over 4,500 yards passing. But I think he's going to check the box in the most important box you need to check, and that's win total. He will find a way to win. You can count on him finding a way to win, whether it's you know running, whether it's passing, getting you know keeping the, the defense off the field. I think he can check that box. So they have a legitimate shot because of that. I think I think they're deeper in a lot of ways than we've seen this team in quite some time. Um, obviously, they, they arguably have the best offensive line in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you add an A.J. Brown to a repertoire with a young and drastically improving Devontae Smith. You know, the sky's the limits for Quez Watkins. You have a trio of good young running backs to, to depend on. I think their front seven on defense has enough interchangeable parts now that you can play games, all kind of games, if Jonathan Gannon does 
what we hope he does with, with that mm-hmm. quality of personnel. You have two proven corners. Uh, what, what else could you ask for right now? The big key is staying healthy, and that's the big key with everybody, staying healthy. I think on paper, I still think the Rams are the best overall team on paper in the NFC. When you look at the talent, the Rams, have, and when they've added Allen Robinson um, and they've added Bobby Wagner, you know, I think the Rams are still the most talented team on paper, but you don't play the game on paper. But I don't think the Eagles can have to worry about backing down from anybody. No, I think they can put up a key. fight with anybody in the NFC right now. That's why I, that's why I use yeah. the word competitive right at yeah. the top. Yes. I think that they will be more competitive in yes. all the areas where they were deficient last year. No and going back to what Barrett said, if you would ask me what's the number one key that has plagued this team over the years that you have basically eliminated with Jalen Hurts, it's turnovers at the quarterback position. Yeah, exactly. If the quarterback is not turning the ball over, it's like if your number four hitter does not strike out. Mm-hmm. The same, it's the same concept. If your quarterback is not turning the ball over, you will be in a lot of football games. That's right. That's right. And if you're if your defensive coordinator is getting after the quarterback, you will create field position opportunities. And the best way for Jalen Hurts and this offense for the way they run the offense is for a short field. Because like yes. like I said, let's look at now what's happening big picture in the NFL. What's happening big picture in the NFL guys is honey i shrunk the offense Mm -hmm. you know what Mm -hmm. top 20 quarterbacks last year averaged 3.2 air yards per throw Mm. that's the lowest it's ever been in the national football league Mm. and the eagles were in top five in screen passes last year and i think they have to do exactly what they did last year shrink the offense down so it's manageable open it up a little bit so that he can find A.J. Brown, get more yards after the catch. They don't have to take big steps offensively. They have to take enough steps so that they score enough points to win the division. They scored 444 points last year with a running offense, Mm -hmm. okay? There was only two teams that scored 500 points last year in the NFC, the Bucs and the Cowboys. It's very easy for the Eagles to add 56 points. That's right. Divide that by 17 games, Rob. That's only three three points. That's a field goal to game. I've got my fingers. I got my toes. I'm using all everything, Sal, to add that stuff up. (laughs) I mean, all you got to do is add 56 points to get the 500. That's three points a game. If your quarterback's not turning the ball over, that's very, very doable. So if you have 500 points at the end of the season, that's going to be tops in the NFC. Yeah, yeah, no question. And Sal, that's where I, what I was going to ask you: the, the play to the strengths versus maybe what you want to do. In other words, we saw last year when they started playing to their strengths, they had success. They put up the points that you're just mentioning. We know that Jeffrey and Howie and probably Nick would prefer to be a passing team. How much of that struggle, that internal struggle, do you think comes into play, or do they just say, "Hey, look, we got to win football games, man. Put all the ego stuff or whatever philosophical stuff we have to the side." How do you think that works out? Well, I think that they'll try to find a healthier balance Mm -hmm. than they had last year. Uh, I like the fact that Shane Steichen is calling the plays. I don't want my head coach calling the plays. I want my head coach being the head coach. I want him being the general. You got a colonel over here. You got a lieutenant over there. Let him be the general of the team. I I like that. Mm -hmm. With one guy 
Uh, Shane Steichen calling the plays. He did a very good job last year. I think he'll try to achieve more balance. Hey, listen, they went out and they spent $100 million on A.J. Brown. That tells you exactly what direction they want to go. They've got to increase the number of touchdown passes without decreasing the efficiency of the offense. Every team struggles with that balance, right, Rob? Yes. Increase production without decreasing efficiency. And like I said, you had 444 points last year. All you need is 56 more to get to 500, and you're tops in the NFC. Well, defensively, I think they've upgraded, and Gannis put this team in a position where they're buying into what he's saying out there. Do they have enough, do you think, to, 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 to shut a guy like, you know, I mean, they couldn't shut really the, the, the big arms in, in the NFL. The, you know, will he call an aggressive game now because he has the talent that he needs? Well, let's look at the schedule. So, I mean, you know, you only can beat who you're playing. Right. All right. So they can get after Jared Goff week one. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. he's a pretty stationary target in the pocket. Then Minnesota comes in, and they've had tremendous success against that offense, especially in that building. Lincoln yep. Financial Field, home opener. I like that. Then they go to Washington. And to me, that's the game. Because yeah. emotions will be running high on both sides. Carson's out to prove a point, right? And to me, that is the game. That's a, one of the critical yeah. turning points. 100%. Because it absolutely I, I, is. I, I think that's a, a big game, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And I'm going to be truthful. I, I have it. You know, that's probably their, their, their first, first loss. Be just because those emotions will be running so high, Carson is probably going to play out of his mind. It'll probably be the one and only game he plays out of his mind, you know. But, I mean, this, this, that's one of those games that, you know, can go either way. Okay, so let's say it goes either way. But, I mean, then you come home and you've got Dougie P in Jacksonville. And, Barrett, you've been on enough football teams, and, and D-Gun and Rob, you, you've been around to know that you take each season in mm -hmm. four games, right? You go to the yep. quarter pole. Okay, so where are we? After four games, if they are three and one after yep. four games, touchdown, we're good. Yeah. Absolutely. No question. Yeah. yeah. It's how the other monster is the Cowboys game week six. They have to prove that they can not just hang with them, but beat them. It's been oh, a struggle. Definitely. For That's sure. home. That's in Philly. Yes. And yep. here's the thing, Rob. They've been playing Dallas, Rob, at home late in the year. The, those yep. games have been meaningless, yep. uh, you know, and they've already lost to Dallas on the road. Absolutely, Rob. Mm -hmm. Those two division games at Washington and Dallas coming into Philly are the two games before. Then they have the bye right after that. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Then they can they can beat a young quarterback with Pittsburgh. They can beat Houston. They can beat Washington at home. So you're absolutely right. Those are the two games at Washington and Dallas. So going back to Barrett's question, do they have enough defense? I think that they. I think that they do because. How many Pro Bowl-level quarterbacks are they playing on the road? Detroit, no. Washington, do you call Carson Wentz a Pro Bowl quarterback now? No. 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 Okay, at Arizona, maybe is he a Pro Bowl quarterback at this yeah. point? Don't know. Yeah. So, you know, it, it doesn't happen. They don't play a Pro Bowl quarterback until they go to Indy November 20th and play Matt Ryan, and he is, you know, in the ninth inning, bottom yeah. of the ninth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> well said. <laughs> although, although I do like Indy overall, it's not like you can't get after him. Right? Sure, exactly. exactly. And they and they had they yeah. played him last year, so they were a pretty good handle. I know it's a different personnel, but they played him last year, at least in Atlanta. So yeah, no, you make a great point. And then even after that, Sal, really, it's it, you're at the Giants, you're you're at the Cowboys again, you're at the Bears. Who, who you know Justin Fields has nothing to play with, so yeah, no. I mean your your road quarterback uh, level of play is not high, really. Yeah, I'm a big believer in looking at the schedule and finding the road quarterbacks who are the toughest, and that sort of answers Barrett's question: Do you have enough? Do you have enough to go on the road and beat a Pro Bowl level quarterback? If you don't, you need to get more. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well said. So what's your sense, what's your sense, Lee? I always like to ask you this because you're it's the perfect mix of you're here, but you're also such so global NFL wise. What's your sense around the league of what the Eagles are and, and, and how good that, that people think that they can be as well? You know, I think they look at them as more competitive uh, from year one to year two under Nick Sirianni, especially as Barrett mentioned, the, you know, the pieces that they have brought in. Uh, to help Jalen Hurts, to help Jonathan Gannon. And, and I use those two because, really, both of them are on the clock, as far as I'm concerned, with this football team. It's Gannon and Hurts, no question. Mm-hmm. So they, they went out and they tried to help Gannon, and they mm-hmm. tried to help Hurts. Absolutely I think, did. I think teams look at that and they say, okay, the front office did their job to the best of their ability, and now it's up to these guys to perform and to mm-hmm. be productive. Yeah. Hey, hey, Sal, I deliberately waited until uh, the latter part of our discussion to ask you this question because it is such a hot button topic. Your perspective on this Deshaun Watson thing, you know, he's been handed a six game suspension. The league, everything we hear is they want him suspended indefinitely for the season. How do you see this thing playing itself out? You know, I think it's it's a very difficult situation that the NFL has put themselves into. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they have to find a way out to save face for the league. That's pretty clear. So when this um, special master, Steve Harvey, uh, um, Peter, excuse me, Peter Harvey, Peter C. Harvey, uh, makes his ruling, I think it will reflect what the NFL wants. And then it will be up to what the NFLPA does and Deshaun Watson and his lawyers do Mm. after Peter Harvey makes this ruling. Uh, Do they say to themselves, okay, well, we'll we'll take our punishment and we'll deal with everything next year? Or do they say we want to get on the field and roll the legal dice, so to speak, and try to beat the NFL in court, which is NFL is undefeated in court. Yeah. So hey, that'll be hard to do. Is, is Sal, in your estimation, if you, if you gave them truth serum, what, what, do you think they would do it over again? The, the, the Browns, everything they went through with this, it just feels like there's so much fallout from this. Or, and maybe it's just you didn't believe in Mayfield enough and you had to take a risk at this point. But what, what's your sense there? You know, I don't know, Rob. I'm not close enough to it. But just <clears> as an observer who's been around the league, uh, I've always liked Baker Mayfield. Uh, I think the shoulder problem really hurt him last year. The chemistry that he didn't develop hurt him last year. Remember, this is a guy who walked on at Texas Tech, Mm -hmm. walked on at Oklahoma, won the Heisman. So he's used to change and making the best of it. So I, I think that 
Baker Mayfield's going to be fine in Carolina. Mm. But look at Deshaun Watson. How many weeks will it be between games that he's played at the a NFL? A long level? time, man. It's, it's like over 90 weeks. Yep. That's, that's a long time. Yeah. So I guess if I were speculating, I would speculate that the Browns would like to do it over, yes. Mm. All right. Interesting. So listen, wh- where are you at next? Where can we catch you? Where, are you going to any games this weekend uh, as we kind of get this thing in full bloom here in the preseason? We're, we're putting the schedule together, but um, okay. I'm actually going to go out and visit Frank Reich and uh, Matt Ryan next week. Nice. Uh, nice. And, and then go down and see our old friend number 11 down there. In uh, Washington. Oh, that'll be there interesting. We they, yeah, they, they, of course. They fired their uh, their defensive line coach today. Did did Ron Rivera in, in Washington? It's fascinating what's going on down there. Yeah, oh. you know uh, they have been in disarray for quite some time. Yep. Uh, you know, I'm I'm anxious to see. You know, you have like I said in, in the NFC East, you got three quarterbacks: Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz, and Daniel Jones in a prove-it year. Mm-hmm. And uh, the coach in Dallas in a prove it year. That's right. So this is a year of living dangerously in the <laughs> NFC East. It, it, it certainly is. I think. Yeah. Um, it's it's and as I said, we can't really pick who's going to be in the NFC Championship game. Right. Right. Yeah. It's up well in the said. air. Well said. Can, right, I can, suggest can Dable, can Dable, yeah. Yeah. Can Dable win ahead. with Daniel Jones? Well, see, D. Gung, flip the script on that for a second. Okay. I think they're going to be. I think the Giants are going to be more dangerous. That's what, see, of, I, that's what I said. Because okay. of Wink Martindale. Ah, because oh, of the okay. defensive okay. coordinator that came to Baltimore. He's a okay. pro's pro. First of all, they will blitz more often and more effectively. It's all about blitzing the quarterback in the NFL. Yes, absolutely. Because you know. That point of emphasis in the pandemic year handed down by Walt Anderson, the head of referees in the league, to not call ticky-tack offensive holding calls. So offensive holding calls came way down the last two years. So defensive coordinators have been saying to themselves for the last two years, if you're – hey, Barrett Brooks, if, if you're not going to get caught for holding, I got to blitz you because you block everybody. You block right. every son. Yep. <laughs> Right, right. By, I mean, right. Yeah. You get, you get, it makes it makes it easy. You know what I'm saying? You got you got you got to blitz the you got to blitz this offensive line. You can the O line can grab and clutch now because nobody's calling holding. So you got to send extra bodies at the O lines, and that's what's happening. And I think that's why the Giants will see a big payoff in terms of turnovers created by their defense, field position, better field position for Daniel Jones, and we'll see whether the young man can cash in. Mm. Sal, awesome, can, yeah. awesome, man. Awesome stuff. Thanks for coming back on. I suggest Thank everybody, you, my brother. if you, you haven't Sal, read really it. special, you got to check it out if you're an Eagles fan. You will absolutely <laughs> love the book. Trust me when I tell you that. Sal, we appreciate it. We look forward to talking to you soon, and, and keep up the unbelievable work at ESPN. Yeah. Good luck, Thank man. You. Yes. Good luck Thank this you, year. Brother. You know, it's a safe travels also. Hey, this is my 30th year covering the league. How about that? I got all that gray hair to prove it. In this business, that is one hell of an accomplishment in this crazy business. Sal, keep it up, man. We appreciate it. Right, be bro. good, brother. Got it. That is Sal Palantonio. Good stuff Great out of Sal. information, man. Great Interesting Giants point there at the end. Yeah. Good question, Derek. That was see. Exactly I didn't. I didn't even think about it because I kept saying ever since I heard a couple of weeks ago uh, from reports out of the Giants camp is that with this Dayball offense, you're seeing a lot of movement, a lot of shifting, and I'm thinking that's exactly what they did in Buffalo. 
Yeah. You know, you keep a defense on his heels. You don't know where the pieces are going to be. They have a quartet of receivers that underachieved because of a stagnant offense a year ago and because of a quarterback that could deliver. Now you're bringing in a true offensive mind who knows how to nurture quarterbacks. And you got and now what are we hearing about? Saquon Barkley is looking phenomenal in camp. He's back to what he was a couple of years ago. Oh, by and, the way, they get their Thibodeau, the, you know, the defense. Oh, Thibodeau. Yep. And see, see pe- yep. people have just written the Giants off because they were so bad. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I don't see them winning the division. I don't think I don't, I, I don't know if they're going to finish above last place in the division. But they're not going to be the weak sister like they've been the last few years. This Giants team is going to hurt a few people, and yeah, hopefully he, the Eagles are not one of them. He was a good hire. They get a, they get yep. a quarterback in there. Giants are going to start to become dangerous. That's for sure. All right. We keep rolling with the NFL talk. We'll get a little bit more into Washington. Sal touched on it. He'll be visiting down there soon. But there's there's a lot going on, as there usually is in D.C. We'll talk about that. Aaron Rodgers, Roquan Smith, uh, Mekhi Becton, a tons of stuff. We'll, di- we'll dig into the week three of the schedule with some great games. Uh, when we get to the regular season, we'll do that as well. So don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn. Barrett Brooks. I'm Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk about your trees. In particular, let's talk about Flynn Tree Services. Flynn Tree Services is an experienced and licensed. They are fully insured in Pennsylvania tree service company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem you may face. So do you have any type of tree issues in your yard or on your property? If you do, They are just a quick phone call away. They are experts at trimming all types of trees and serve southeastern PA, South Jersey, northern Delaware as well. Flynn Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, tree pruning. And keep in mind, we're getting right into that sort of wheelhouse that time of year, hurricane season, storm season. Now's a great time just before that hits to get everything checked out. Get your trees evaluated. Go to their Facebook or Instagram page for more information and or a sampling of their work, give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848. That's Flynn Tree Services at 610-850-2848 or online, FlynnTreeServices.com. That's FlynnTreeServices.com. Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on that can you... Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. 
Holy sh! Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your? You betcha. But is it made out of glass? Yo, okay, but is the rim smooth? Will you stop doing that? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of stateside vodka, all from the company that's highly awarded. Zero carbs, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. Flying by today, just wrap things up with South Palatonia. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. Smash that like button, people. Let's get it going. Boom. We'll be killing it this week. Let's keep it up today. All right. Let's talk a little NFL, guys. Um, first off, I'm trying to figure out the timing of this. Like, like we all kind of knew going in to be a mess of a year for Chicago, right? I don't think anybody would argue that. Um, so it's not like you just got surprised by this, but Roquan Smith, uh, their their linebacker, announces that he wants out. Told them today he wants to be traded, doesn't want to play for them any longer. Uh, they don't value him. Uh, he, he, he said in a written statement that he requested a trade after contract negotiations fell off, and he wants out. So he was drafted eighth overall in 2018 out of Georgia, has 14 sacks, 101 tackles, and interception in each of the seasons that he's played. And the guy's – you know, put up numbers. He's he's um, set to earn nine point seven million in the final year of his deal. So that's kind of where things are right now with him. He's twenty five years old. Player, players talk about wanting out all the time when when the negotiations don't go right. Uh, the bottom line is the team basically has the leverage. You know, for the most part, you the play unless you're or, a quarterback. Unless you're a quarterback, okay? Very true. But for Very the true. most part, most part is not the quarterbacks who are talking about holding out or I want to be traded because they're taking care of. It's always a, a position player. And more than 50% of the time, the team will come to an agreement somewhere down the road to get this thing done. But you're a young player making $9.7 million. And I understand you're looking for that long-term deal and that, that, that financial security. But y- you have to be schooled better by your agent in terms of what to say and what not to say, how to word it and how not to word it. So if anything, when you say a certain way, you're not embarrassing the people who are basically putting food in your mouth right now so that they're more willing to come back to the table. For me, if Roquan Smith said, hey, man, this 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 Bears team is a mess. I need to get out of this, man. We ain't going nowhere in a hurry. 
you know, and I want to get out of this mess, but you know, they don't value me. I, you know, I have a hard time thinking of you're not value getting paid $9.7 million. I, <laughs> well, I, he also back in April time, said, I, I, you know, I feel good about where we're headed with, with contract yes, talks. Yes. And, and now he they, thinks they're trying to take advantage of, I, I don't know. You see, it's it's a political gamesmanship, but you have to be yeah. more professional in terms of how you word certain things so it doesn't come back on you later. I I, I just think that you know he knows that that team is 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 um is a dumpster fire. Yeah, he sees there's no he, there's no relief <laughs> in sight, you know, and he's he's a part now of a major rebuild that he might not be a part of in the future. When yeah. players see that, you know, what I'm saying they they understand that. Um, he thinks that right now, you know, he's he's not going to be there long enough to get that rebel. So he wants to get out while he can. I understand him, man. I, I ain't mad at him, but he's just no, got to understand, no. you know, this is the nature of the beast. I mean, it's just that they are going to – they want to make sure they can get every single penny out of you that they can and then let you go. And he's just – he's a part of right now just a rebuilding process, which is going to take a little longer than he has patience for. Yeah. Hey, give me so, my 9.7. Let me go. Exactly. Right. So there's that. Uh, we we t- mentioned this off the top of the show, but uh, Mackay Beckton has got the uh, has got a fractured kneecap. Looks like he's done for the year. So uh, that's a big blow to the Jets. I bring it up a because it's you know news for sure. B I also just wonder if they're not going to try to take a run at Andre Dillard. You I know, think that's a great possibility. Yeah. I mean, and, and if you're the Eagles, you got him. You got him by the you know what's a little bit right now. Well, you know he's they, they're talking to um what's his name um. Uh, they just got for the offensive lineman. You know, I mean, they they everybody respects that offensive line because they're being coached the same way. Now, why wouldn't they want to get Dillard, who's being coached by that coach? Yep. They've already got what was the um, what was the guy they had from last year? The guard. Come on, the stream knows the guard. Um, he, he started a couple that, games for him. He started he, a couple games for him for the Eagles. For the Eagles? Yeah, yeah, backup. Um, Herbig. Her, Nate Herbig, yeah, Nate yeah, Herbig. Herbig yeah. Nate Herbig is there right now. Oh, He's that's right. Actually there. That's so, right. Yep. yeah, of course. There you go. Appreciate it, Tavern Mike. Mm-hmm. Yes, they lie. They love. Everybody loves how this offensive line is getting coached. So it's a, it's a slam dunk that they're going to want to go get somebody and 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 that that understands that and no and say what you want to say about Dillard. Dillard is a starting left tackle in the NFL. He is. It just so happens they have somebody that's ten times better than he is. I'm with you. Starting yeah. a left tackle. I, I'm yeah. with you. I like I. You know, people like to dump on him, and I know it took him a little while. He wasn't ready right away. He but, needed to be dumped on though. No, no, I, I know, and I think the early portion of the dump is fair. But he's a different player now. Yep. He really is. And look, it's a great luxury to have. And and one of the things I think that makes the Eagles really dangerous this year is they have crazy depth, especially on their yes. defense and offensive yes. line. So. I, I'm not trying to rush him out of town, but I'm listening no. to Joe. You know, I'm listening to Joe Douglas. There man. you go. There you go. Getting people fired again. There you go. <laughs> I'm there praising you go. him. See? This is this is in praise of Andre Dillard. I'm praising the guy. Okay, trust me. I'm not. I'm saying I'm not pushing. Are, are you sure, Rob? However, are I'm you like, sure, uh, Rob? Oh, all right. Yeah, Rob, Rob ma- waving that magic wand again. There you go. <laughs> what uh, what are you offering me? Oh, all right. uh, oh hmm. uh, Jeffrey. No, but right, I, right. I, I, I'm just saying, man. Don't put two and two, two and two, two minutes, two seconds. Chuck Woolery, yeah. two and two. Uh, two and what two. they used to say. So yeah, that I think it's interesting. We'll keep our eye on what happens there. The Aaron Rodgers stuff is weird. Okay, so he's he admits, weird. 
he admits before the I guess it was like the 20 season he went into the the desert in California and took uh I Iwasaka <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce it um which you know can stimulate the mind a little bit and some somebody started sniffing around and they basically asked the league like should he have did he violate the drug policy and they said no, no it's not a no. violation he, no. and he checked apparently before he indulged you guys see them chickens hey man <laughs> look man this dude went out in the wilderness and got one with nature and i don't know what this awasaka is man but it sounds like peyote to me <laughs> that's exactly what it is man yeah, i don't know what this awasaka is dude but, but you, seriously it, it's a psychoactive beverage native to south america that's often used for religious ritualistic and there medicinal purposes and you know what when you go when you start talking about these south americans tribe they take all these natural herbs and stuff they find in grant and all of a sudden you start seeing like your forefathers and stuff like that man back in the days the indians man indians talking about smoking yep. a peace pipe yep. what were they smoking basically right. they're smoking peyote and stuff yeah. man you Look know dang, dang burrito yeah. <laughs> i want to try it yeah is it medicinal that's what well, i want to know you know what Tell it me. is you know look you, but when you do that you you actually have to well they're supposed to do it this way you're actually supposed to have a shaman there because you got to be in a hot room and it's a tea that they they brew up and you drink it and 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 you got to have somebody there because you lose all this weight man you, you know you're sweating profusely and your mind just goes into this you know a different level they say you're talking to everybody and it's not like you just do it for one day it's like a it's like a long process it might be two days that oh, you're under the influence of this stuff you know what i'm saying and you got to make sure that you're somebody's there with you you got to have shamans and everything else there with you because you can hurt yourself you could go into convulsion. I mean, it's it's a it's a deep. Boy, this sounds like fun. Right, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if I want to be high that long. Hey man, yeah, hey yeah, look I'm man, good. let's just think about this. What did you call that stuff? A wasica? Is that what you said? Uh, it, it's pronounced you call ayahuasca. 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 So yeah. imagine if all three of us said that. that. Hey, <laughs> imagine if all three of us had, took that right before a three-hour show. <laughs> we already goofy enough already without it. I, I think we know what we're doing Friday. Right, <laughs> we're already goofy enough without it, man. You oh, know, no, no. Your I'm telling you. So Rogers, uh, he says that um, barely be sitting like this. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Barry be dreaming about cars, fixing right. cars. And, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Uh, so he claims that uh, it it gave him a deep and meaningful appreciation of life, and he came back. Uh, and knew he was never going to be the same. same. Uh, so there you go. Xander just said, I made the order. I'll see you guys Friday. Uh, <laughs> I'm down. Why not? Let's go. Right, 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 right. right. Um, all right. Yeah, I don't so, have to drive. Yeah. Uh, apparently, and again, take it with a grain of salt, because that's exactly, yeah, it's in the it's in the red solo cup, Kevin. Yes. Drink up. <laughs> Cheers. Um, oh, man. No, because no, all John we hear Dickerson. is how the, yeah, John Dickerson, D-Gun ain't, D-Gun ain't going to White Castle, bro. I don't care what you put in my system. <laughs> I would not be going to a White Castle. That ain't happened. I'm sorry, Rob. Go ahead, bro. Uh, no, it's okay. Uh, we've been hearing how uh, maybe uh, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles offense at times isn't lighting the world on fire. Keep in mind, we're hearing that in a lot of different places, but one of the places we are hearing it specifically is Washington. So uh, there have been oh. reports that Wentz has looked really bad. In fact, uh, Taylor Heineke and Sam Howell, the kid they drafted out of North Carolina, 
apparently have been a lot more accurate than Carson. And there's growing concern among Washington's uh, faithful that Carson looks a little lost right now. So for whatever that's worth. Picture that. Yeah. Whoa. Uh Uh Uh-oh. And let let me add, so Washington also fired their defensive line coach today. I mean, Sam Mills got fired. Okay, the, crazy. They're, they're, now, they're Sam D-line Mills, coach. He's been with he's been with Rivera for years. I mean, eighteen years he's yes. been there. His you know his father obviously who yeah. was inducted oh, in the yeah. Hall of Fame this Hall past of week. Famer. That's right. Yeah, who was great? I mean, great player. But th- this is his son. Yeah, this is Junior. Uh, who's he's been the he's been the defensive line coach since twenty eighteen. Uh, Rivera moved him up at that point, but uh, yeah, he's been with Rivera a long time. As Barrett said, man. They must really have been unhappy at how the defensive line looked for him to get bounced before the first preseason game. Bro, you're talking about a, a great defensive line at that. It shouldn't be hard to 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 get you know guys like Payne and those guys going. No, no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's Come too on, much talent bro. there for, for look. They have they have four first round picks on that D line. See, that tells me that somewhere along the line, the players probably went to Rivera and said, "Hey, man, you got to do something, man. We're not buying into this." That a coach can a coach can make an observation to a certain point, but he also needs feedback, and so that tells me that players have been grumbling down there about what they're doing, what they want to do, what they think they should do as an individual and a collective group, and it's not happening because the position coach has a better idea, mm-hmm. and so basically the head coach had make, make had to make a business decision for the overall betterment of the team and for the chemistry and continuity of the team. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. look, hard, hard decisions have to be made. You know what I mean? And, and, and Ron, yeah. Rivera, Ron, I don't think Ron Rivera is the type to just do something on, on a whim. Like this clearly has been brewing for a while here uh, and he's unhappy and he makes that move. So yeah, he uh, interesting stuff, uh, you know, happening around the, uh, around the league. All right. So I want, I always like to throw this at you guys week three. We went through the, the weeks one and two oh, yeah. last week. We had so much going on yesterday. We didn't get a chance to get to it, but. Uh, I'll give you I'll give you some of the highlight games and you guys tell me kind of where you're at, which one stands out, if there's one I'm missing or whatever. But this is a really good week for the NFL week three. All right. So you have the Raiders and the Titans is one of them. Uh, Chiefs, Colts, Bills, Dolphins, Ravens, Patriots, Rams, Cardinals, Packers, Bucks, 49ers, Broncos and Eagles, Washington. That That's Ooh. eight right there. You know, that are really, man. really strong, man. That is, that is a that's a hell of a card. I like Dolphins. Raiders. I like Dolphins Raiders, man. That's gonna be a good game, man. And 49ers Vikings is gonna be a great game. Yeah. I like I'm I like the Rams, Arizona. I like that one. Even that's, that, yes. Yeah, that's wow. a good one. You know, Chiefs Colts, we'll find out what the key what the Colts are at that point. You know, yeah, how exactly. how real this thing is. And if they can go toe-to-toe with a team like that, uh, from an offensive perspective, we'll find out. Um Packers Bucks, you know Rodgers and Brady again Ooh, down in Tampa, down Man. in Tampa. Why can't they ever play Tampa in, in Green Bay? They always playing in Tampa. Man. It is. It does feel like they always play down there. Jeez. Yeah, it's oh, a. I don't know what that is. It's weird. Sometimes it always shakes out that way. Um, Although I've league. said it, I've said it once, and I'll say it again. You know, people keep talking about Aaron Rodgers devoid of Devontae Adams. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be more dangerous and unpredictable than ever over the last 10 years because he's got to rely on a collection of young receivers, 
Um, and he's got more speed at that position than he's ever had before with these young kids and his Christian Watson as well. And even Sammy Watkins is on a, on, on a mission to prove that he wasn't a bust. We'll see how that pans out. But I think, I think A-Rod, A-Rod's going to be right in that conversation again for MVP of the, of the league again. I don't know how you write the guy off. I, no. You know, you, you can't. I, I, t- I think two guys. I think Aaron Rodgers to an extent, and I think Mahomes both want to show everybody. Yeah. It yep. wasn't just Tyreek Hill and Devontae yep. Adams, man. I'll, I'll, Absolutely. You know, I'll well, show you guys. I'll tell you what, that Ravens-Patriots game going to be really, really good. Oh, man. And you got you got Belichick. Um, you know, he's still a little pissed off right now because nobody's really paying attention to him. But then you got a quarterback that he wants his money. <laughs> and if he doesn't have his money by then, he's going to be playing – with the vengeance, bro. Yeah. Well, let, let's talk about that because he, we're, you're talking about Lamar Jackson. Yeah. He doesn't have an agent. His, and, his mom is doing it. Yeah. His mom sort of like he, he and his mom sitting on these negotiate, man, I don't know, whatever works for you, I guess, but that would worry me a little bit to begin with, but that's, you know, I, I wonder if that's one of the reasons why this isn't done yet. That's absolutely why. I mean, yeah. there's, there's, there's terminology and everything. I know they have a, they have a lawyer with them. Yes. But, I mean, as a player, you don't want to be involved with that process because they tell the truth in that process while they're, while they're discussing this. And I, I, it, it threw me for a loop the first time that I was in a meeting with coaches. And I saw the stuff that they say about players, prominent players, players that are now gold jacket wearers, where they were like, man, look at this guy. He can't play anymore. He sucks. And I'm thinking, this guy's a pro bowler. This guy was the best player on your team. Everybody thinks he's the best player on your team, and they're bad-mouthing like he's nobody. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine mm-hmm. what, they, what they're saying about, you know, in front of him about who he is and how he's playing? They're not going to hold back. They're going to tell him exactly what they think about him. He might not be ready to hear what they're talking about. Yeah, that, that's one of the things that players talk about a lot in, in baseball too, but, you know, arbitration cases – the ones who, you know, they sit there and they hear everything that a player can't do. You know, yep. he can't do this. He can't do that. And you're like, damn, man. You know, they, so I, I don't know. I mean, like Lamar, I can't remember. Maybe you guys can. When was the last time a quarterback of his stature went yep. into a yep. season on the last year of their deal? I, I, can you guys remember? No, uh, Brady no, maybe right. No, Brady when no. he when he left uh, uh, New England, I, I don't know, but I think he had. An I don't option. know, man. Um, I, you, if there's one player on a team you want focused on nothing but playing football, it's your quarterback. Yep. And you know, Lamar basically has said, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about this. I'm not going to. To focus on this, but you know they are. You know it's it's a concern. You know why? Because we in the media are going to keep bringing it up, yeah, bringing it up to him. And no matter how much he deflects the question, it's going to be a constant reminder that this team didn't take care of me yet. And at some point, it gets to you. Human nature. It's yeah, going to sure. get you sooner or later, you know. And with the schedule the Ravens have up, you need your quarterback focused on the task at hand. First of all, all keeping right. them keep. First of all, keeping them healthy. Second of all. Every week is a big game for them, you know, considering how they finished last year, mm-hmm. devoid of talent because they were decimated by injuries. This is a team that people consider a, a legitimate Super Bowl contender. And the organization wants nothing more than for your quarterback 
focus on leading you to the, the best of your ability so that we can be in that conversation when 17 regular season games are all said and done. Well said. Well said. But that I something tells me, man, between him being there in good faith, the way they run things, this will get done before the season starts. I can't imagine that he week one he's playing in the last year of a deal. I would be very surprised by that if that's the case. So I, I think mm. they will get it done. I think it's too much. I there. hope they will get it done. I mean, he's deserving, and the organization act like they said that he's deserving of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can remember uh, them saying in the summertime that basically the deal can be get done anytime. Uh, Lamar hasn't rushed the deal, so we're not rushing him. We're waiting right. for them to come right. to the table. Now, I don't know if it's changed since then that they, you know, that they have been to the table or they're just not paying. Them. I don't know what it is. But that's what I, I mean. That's what I saw during the summertime. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like it's you know too contentious. Let me, right, let me right, put it that right. way. It really doesn't seem like it's too contentious. So yeah, so it's a pretty good games, man. Buck uh, Packers, Bucks, 49ers, Broncos. Mentioned the Eagles in, in Washington at that point. What do you guys uh, think about the the Cowboys Giants? Yeah, yeah. You know what? That's I, I always a of, tough game. I thought about putting that into Barrett because it's an NFC East game, and you never on paper. I'm sure the Cowboys would be heavy favorites, but you never. Never know. Never know, man. You don't. You don't. That you never. I agree with you. That would be uh be interesting though if the, if the Giants make a little statement there. Right, right. Then yeah. um the 49ers Broncos was just gonna be oh man, that's gonna be physical. Hey, speaking of which, did you see the report that um Russell Wilson is not happy with the way some some players are approaching practice on a daily basis? I didn't no, see that. I didn't see oh, really? Mm. Like who? Mm, the same names. I didn't see. The, I just saw an outline of the report. Russell Wilson has been, I guess, jawjacking with players about not taking practice more serious and stuff like that. I wonder. I, know. You know, I mean, I, he probably views it as, "Hey, I won one. You know, if you guys want to follow my lead, I'll, I'll take you re- to the promised land here." But maybe not the best way to endear yourself, or maybe he just doesn't care. You know, he he's when, when like, you, "I'm here to win, man. I don't have a lot of time. Let's go." When you when you've put yourself the status of a Russell Wilson, you don't worry about hurting feelings. Yeah. You were, you were brought in to do a job. You were brought in to take us somewhere that we haven't been in quite some time. And if you have to step on toes, you come in here, step on toes. You're the highest paid player on this team. You're one of the highest paid players in this league. Um, We're all about winning here and we need you to speak for us in terms of if players are not being held accountable, then somebody needs to get in their faces. And obviously you're right. He doesn't care about hurting feelings because that man knows he's in the twilight of I shouldn't even say twilight, no. but he's, he's in the twilight of his career. He Back wants nine. to win. Yeah, yeah. He wants to win now. And he's got the weapons there to win now. Uh, yeah. And, and that's fair. Like I don't, I'm with you, Derek, in that I don't blame him necessarily. Um, I think he, you don't care. like you might try. You care about that stuff in your first or second year, not where right. he's at at this juncture. Yep. No, he, no. You know he just wants to win, man. And well, I think he he may view some bad habits that had, that were already in place there. Yes, yes. With, I just want to know. I I really just want to know. Um, is it on the defensive side or the offensive side? Um, I don't know. Would he would he say something about the defense, or is it he's trying to get his own guys fired up on the offensive side of the ball? That yeah, that, a lot, you know? you're right. There, there is a big difference there. Yeah, there's a big difference there for sure. Um, all right, so we will uh, we'll continue with the NFL talk, but we will mix in some other <clears> stuff <throat> in the open talk to close it out. 
including Kevin Durant and what uh, what is happening there in Brooklyn, which is the, the ultimate circus. Ben Simmons is involved in it as well. Serena kind of retiring. Uh, it's, you know, not exactly clear what we're looking at here. We got birthdays on this date, all kinds of stuff. So don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, hey, Eric Brooks. Yeah, the, the, the stream's kind of, they're kind of um, disappointed in you, bro. What did I what? do? I think Olivia Newton-John passed away. Oh, yes, yesterday? She, she died. Yeah, she passed. Yeah, yes, she um, did. Yeah, I did. Well, look, she had a great career. Uh, she did. She had an amazing career. Um, I, when I was a kid, a little kid, I, I remember Greece was huge. They said you were a Greece. You a Greece fan? I I liked Greece. Yeah, I liked Greece for sure. I heard uh, Travolta were a mate. Were awesome together in that movie. Um, that's a shame. That is. And she battled breast cancer for thirty years, man. Like she thirty. Was tough. Yeah, she was diagnosed man. in like ninety two or ninety three. Yeah, uh, and battled it like and, and and raised a ton of money through her foundation and helped a lot of people and, and came out. I read right. a story about her. her what story day. don't you read, man? Uh, I try. I always try. I'm trying, man. I'm trying between, between chunky peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> I read a story where it, like it was not there was a stigma attached to. I don't know why, but to coming out with you know when you if you had breast cancer during that time, like early nineties. And she just blew that stigma out of there and just said, hey, I have it. Uh, check yourself. You know, make sure you're, you're doing your exams and, and all this other stuff. Anyway, she raised a lot of money. She got into plant-based food, which she believed helped her uh, and all this. Other. She did a lot for, to help people out. Yes, and she, she was a good she person. Did. You know, she was a good person. It's a shame. It's a shame, uh, you know, that she left us. But she was uh, – she made an impact, man, you know, for sure. So, yeah, I, I know I did. I, I probably should have brought it up earlier, but – you guys, Greece uh, fans? fans no, the, absolutely. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm yeah. not. I, I, I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm gonna go lie to you. D Gun, no, he ain't a Greece fan. What? Lying for no Hold reason. Hold on, man. Don't don't put your limited culture on me. Uh, that's nothing about culture, man. I just don't. You're the one that I want. You know this? Yes. I, I can't. That was a great movie. What are you well, talking not about? A great movie. I'm not a musical type of guy. Put it like that. Okay. That's I'm your just, problem. I'm just you, not a musical type. You, of guy. you need to broaden your horizon. Yes. So you don't like to go to New York and see Broadway plays and stuff like that? Can't do it. Let somebody else do it. What? No. I'll tell you a great play I, I saw. I ain't trying to go York. see Cats or nothing. None of that. Oh, I, went, I went to see Lombardi. It was a one-man play Yeah. Uh, about uh, about the, the book that I think David Moranis wrote. I saw it at the Circle of Square in New York. You know who played Lombardi? Do you remember the show Wonder Years? Absolutely. The guy who played the dad yes. played Lombardi, and he yes. was awesome. Yes, indeed. Dan Laurie, I think, is his name. It was I really. Lo- I loved. Fla- I love Phantom of the Opera on, yep. on, on Broadway. It was unbelievable. Yeah. You know, for the last ten years, I've been trying to get in to see Lion King, but I keep saying that these price, these ticket prices are too steep. Yeah. They so are. I'm still on a mission. I'm going to see Lion King. It might happen this year. Yep. Uh, I, I got to see Lion King on Broadway because yeah. I, all I've heard is that it's phenomenal. On Broadway, yeah, the, uh, the the prices are especially nuts post uh, pandemic. Yeah, they're just it's, everybody's trying to recoup that lost money. Exactly. You know, yeah. I would I would consider taking Bear, but I won't have to feed him afterwards. I, I, I think you need that. to take him in, and and no, once he gets that. there, no. he'll 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 love it. No, he won't because he'll no, sit thanks. there and pout about D gun. I can't believe he'll mess up my whole experience. No, he can't go. No, nope. I think it'd be cute that you guys. No, you I don't want to go, so it's just, you'll, you'll be just Dude, fine. Have you ever been to a musical? Have you seen a Broadway play? No. Then you can't say you wouldn't like it if you don't see one. You got to try at least one, at least one. 
That'll be a no and a double no. Let me tell you wow. something. Go see Phantom of the Opera or Lion King. Just leave it at that. All right. All right. I'm we'll serious. see. We got to make this happen now. I'm sorry, now Bear. We, it's not John Wick on Broadway. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I now watched we, John Wick. I watched all three of them the other yeah, day. Uh, hey, there, the four, <laughs> hey, number four is coming out next year. Oh, can't wait, I can't yeah. wait. Are there you know, explosives? Yeah. Is there all that good stuff happening? Yes. Um, all right. So we'll come back. We'll hit all that stuff that we talked about, including the uh, – oh, and I need to show you guys – I'll show you my work. Do you guys want to see my latest project? Oh, Absolutely. All right, I'm, we'll I'm proud of you, bro. I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. Uh, I'm 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 early in this one, but we'll, we'll do it when we get back. We'll do all that stuff. Derek Barrett, Rob, we are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Don't go anywhere. Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on that. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, this. And that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. Everybody, welcome on back. Final segment of the program. We are Sports Take Chicken Sports YouTube Network again. Tomorrow we'll have Adam Kaplan, uh, NFL insider. He'll be joining us 
at two. We're looking forward to that. We had uh, Sal Palantonio on a little bit earlier. Prior to that, nice surprise from D Gun uh, with Lane Johnson. You are killing it, Derek, with the uh, with the guests for sure uh, thus far this week. All right, so I, I think I sent this to you guys. I, I uh, had a I did a quick little project this morning, and I'll do uh, coat number two um, today. Yeah, we're Derek's firing shots at Barrett uh, via text as we speak. But Xander, do we have that that pick that I sent? I sent it to. Don't be repeat what I said, Barrett. All three, I, you I'll guys. Just about to. All right, let wanna... me show let me show you this. So I I, I redid this. Now that's the oh. first coat. That's the first coat. So I sanded it and then I painted it. The color is espresso. Uh, okay. So it was a really light sort of like uh, <laughs> almost blonde color. Does that make sense? Like a yep. sort of okay. Light. Yep. Yep, light, light brown. Uh, yep. Light brown. Yep. And I put the first coat. I'll probably do three um coats all together, but I did this real quick right before our meeting this morning after I sanded it down. And it turned didn't turn out bad. It's an old bureau that my son had when he was a kid. Okay. He needs one for when he's going back to school uh next week. So I figured, you know what? Let's put this thing to use and, and paint this bad boy up. So I gotta put another paint on it, another coat on it, but I don't know. Not terrible, right? Bro, okay. I'm proud of you, man. I'm <laughs> yeah, proud man. of you, man. Did Where you hand did you, cover zone? I'm trying. Did you, did you hand paint it or did you spray paint it? Hand painted it. See, I would have I would have spray painted it. Okay. See, I, I and I've done I've done enough of those. And my wife had me do we had this big uh, TV cabinet in our yeah. in our uh family room. And it was like, you know, you had the cabinets on this side, you had the, the uh wood top over the over the top, and uh and it had two light fixtures that came out of it. Okay. And so be, and be, what I did was I used a you can use a paint where you know with now was that dresser was it was it a glossy finish on it before um yeah but Derek it was okay. so old that that the gloss was almost starting to fade a little bit okay. and I had to, and it, we had some some you know just like marks I had to sand it out you know pretty good okay could, yeah because because they have these paints now where it you can put it right over gloss finish Normally, you in the past you would have to sand it down. I have a sand. I would sand it down. But now, like yeah. the one I did, we had a gloss finish on it. Was a dark brown wood grain, and you can right. paint right over it. You know, yes, um, and save you save you some steps. Oh, okay. Um, and right, so my wife had me. My, my wife had me paint this one. It was brown. I wanted it all white. It had glass windows in it and stuff, and, and it turned out okay. nice. Okay, you gotta be a little more careful with, with that paint. With glass windows. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you know, once you tape it, you know, I put newspaper over the glass and tape around it, and then I spray painted it. The one thing that you always drives me nuts about hand painting is sometimes when you step back and look at it, you'll see like brush streaks in it. You know, I know sometimes. it drives yeah. me nuts. But with a spray paint, the only thing you have to worry about is don't leave spray in one area too long because it'll run. Yeah, it'll trickle. Yeah, you know, which you can easily wipe off with your hand and then go back over it again. But yeah, I've like just found that in a lot of cases. You know, I like the shoveled look, man. I like I like when you you know the, the worn out look, man. I like, like that the rust. Yes. The rust. Yeah, yeah. I like that yeah. too. Yeah, I'm I like you. that. I like Absolutely. That. My, yeah, my wife had me paint so much stuff, dude. It's ridiculous. I, I, it's the one thing I'm okay at. Uh, you know, <clears> you did a good job, dude. Yeah, okay. I'm okay. Yeah, it's not great. You know what I mean? Great I job, can, man. I can survive. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I, I tried. I, you know what? I, I I had a project that I, I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this. It's too damn hot outside. I'm just not doing it. Yeah. I have a um I have an old dually pickup truck that uh the transmission, the fourth fourth gear override uh, yeah. gear went out in it and i was gonna go buy a new trans well a, a used new transit a transmission for uh re, re transmission i was gonna pay 
fourteen hundred bucks for it, and then put it in myself. Okay. Well, no, it was fifteen hundred. Was it was fourteen ninety nine? So I was I was about to go buy one. It has a a, a six month warranty on it, and I was gonna go ahead and buy it and put it in myself. I went out there on my way to go buy it, <laughs> and I drove straight to this this um this um transmission shop. I get to the transmission shop. They said, "Hey, you." I said, "Could you guys take a look at it?" You know, I was about to go buy a transmission, put a transmission in. They were like, "Oh, we'll take a look at it." So I get I get a call today, and uh, they were like, "Well, you know, to you know, we we kind of focused our attention on what the, we think the problem is. Um, if you want to do this, it'll be this amount, and 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 this." And I thought to myself, "No, nah, then I thought, whoa, 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 it's too damn hot outside." <laughs> so I'm gonna have them do it for me. I'm gonna go ahead and pay the extra uh-huh. to get it done. Yeah, and, and and not worry about it again. So I my I, I wipe my hands to put in a transmission, a heavy transmission too, because it's a dually and it's a you know four wheel drive. Yeah. So I had to take the transfer case out, take all this out, take that out, them lines. Plus I try to get my hand up over the transmission from where it. I'm not going through all that. I'm gonna have. I don't them blame you, man. I honestly don't blame. Like, it, it does it suck to pay a little bit more money? Yeah, but yes, it, it, it does. It, there's so much less aggravation, angst. You can use your time in different ways. You know, and then what also, mean? And then also, when I get a, I get a 12 month warranty on it. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's longer than your six month. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> yeah, See, that, no, that, that's, that's like that's like me. I like being outside working, but you know, they finally got the deck done. You know, and then um, my wife no said, pitch. "Why don't you?" Why don't you why don't you paint it and you know because she wants the way the rails white and the deck surfaces in the front of it a different color. It's called a sandal yeah. color. Okay. And I thought about it. You know me, I love heat, but I said, this is too meticulous. There's too many rails in here. I'm not standing out here doing this. And plus, <laughs> you know, if if it if one bleeds into the other one, I'm not doing it. So the people who built the right. deck, I said, How much <laughs> how much are you gonna charge me to, to, uh-huh. to stain the deck? They said that's an extra six hundred dollars. I said sold. So I'm yep. gladly paying this extra six hundred to get yep. this. I just sent you the picture of the deck. You know, I, you, I don't have the one with the furniture on it and stuff. But I said I I will gladly pay the extra six hundred um, to do that because I'm not standing my butt out there. This no, no, that's right, no. that's like six hundred well spent. At six hundred well spent. And here's yeah. and here's here's why it would take so much longer. It'd be most so much more frustrating. We do this show daily, twelve to three every day. Yep. And then a lot of days I'm babysitting my grandson until, you know, five thirty, six o'clock. So either I'd have to get out there early in the morning or yep. late in the evening doing that. No, I'm not nah, doing it. And then and, I... and then when they told me, well, you got to put two coats on it, I'm like, oh yeah, but I'll spend I'll gladly spend this six hundred dollars. Yeah, that was I'm it. not about to do it. It pushed you over the top right there. Yeah, well, I, I, I thought that about it, man. It. Trying trying to take that damn transmission out. Oh. You got it. You got it. You get. You know. You got to Oh, it, it's just a pain. And you have like a whole almost garage setup, don't you? In your yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But you can't lot. get away from that heat, man. That that heat is is big. Yeah. Even inside the garage, I got fans. I got big fan. I got it, it. You just can't. You can't duck. You can't dodge. You can't get underneath anything no. to yeah. get away from that heat that's out there right now. That heat is fierce. It, it is bad. Yeah, it's dangerous. I, I just sent, I just sent you guys a picture uh, from my camera with the with the overview of what the furniture out there. Now they still have to. We still decide. My wife, I shouldn't say me because I have no say so in this matter. All I do is pay for it. But okay, um, my, yeah, my Xander, wife is you can going pull that have... up with Gunner just sent us. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, it, we'll damn, that is nice. Yeah, that's and a sweet deck, dude. Yeah, so Seriously, my wife wants to have they the pergola with the canopy over half. Yeah, they did do, 
they got a few minor flaws they're still fixing like a couple of the boards and stuff in the rail yeah one of the top rails but um my wife now wants the pergola over the top with the canopy over ha- uh, over the far side with us where you see the fire pit circular fire pit and mm-hmm. the chairs over there it's going to be a 10 by 12 or 10 by or 12 by 14 pergola top mm-hmm. over the top of that part and then i got my other little snoopy canopy i'm going to put on the near side, so I can put my my green egg grill and, and my black Weber grill. There you go. But if you look closely, you can see that two of my grills are now below. Whereas yeah. I had five grills on the deck. Yep. I no longer I'm no longer allowed to have all five. Uh, you grills had to move on the downstairs. Deck. I know, yeah. man. It's, it's yeah. the, the sacrifices yeah. we make. You it, know what I mean? Yeah, you know, it, it's unbelievable, man. Xander, if you can pull that up, just so you can get a better yeah. Yeah, view of what what I'm talking about. But it, it's it's man. This has been this process. This whole process has been like. I told my wife, I said, you better enjoy this while you can because this is the last time this happened. We so. live through you, man. We live through you. No, we live through you, Mr. Tool Time, fixing no. boats, cars, and all that stuff. I don't yeah. do that, man. I ain't doing that. Yeah, he's no. going to he's gonna have he – was, he was tied up with something. I'll have it for, uh, for okay. us uh, okay. very, very shortly. But, yeah, it looks uh, – Needless to say, it does look good. It, uh, we will uh, we will do that in in a little bit. All right, let me let me share this uh, first. Maybe we'll circle back to that. Yeah. Uh, the the Kevin Durant has now drawn drawn a. Uh, oh, before we get to it, I hear it is so Xander's got it now. Before I, I dive that's into it. that story. All right, so that's that's a look. That's yeah. That's the, that's the look. And, that's and we, nice, bro. Then, yeah, then I got I got to take all that stuff off because they still have to put two coats of stain on it. But you can see. In the front there, my two of my five grills are now sitting below, and then we had we had pavers put in down below and stuff and all that good stuff. But okay, you know, so and then on the far side where you see the far side where the the right circular fire pit is will be a ten by twelve or ten by fourteen big canopy with the uh, metal top brown. That's a great or look, dude. Sure. You're gonna have a lot of yeah, fun dude. on that deck. Man. No, no, I'm not. Because well, every time is. I go out there, I'm like, I pay for this mess. Yeah, no, somebody I'm not. will. I'm not, not you. Grandkids some, oh, will. I guarantee you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they'll be out there tooling around. But it used to be a nine by thirty-one foot deck. Now it's eighteen by thirty-one. So yeah. oh wow, oh yeah, we got plenty of room to act a fool. Plenty of room to act a fool, baby. Amen. That's true. That's exactly right. I might go out there and sit out there in my underwear just to tick off my wife. Uh, <laughs> don't don't go that far. You, you know what I mean? You, you just crossed the line. Just catch the rays. TMI. Have her, would you please get back in the house, please? Derek Gunn, uh, lo- local uh, noted sportscaster, take it away in cuffs today. Uh, you know, whatever. Um, right, right, right. Life, look, uh, Captain, Captain said lifestyles of Richard Famous. In fact, hey, hey, Zander, pull up Famous the photo. my butt. Yeah. Pull, pull up the um, – just before we went out, we took a pic before we went out when we lost the Flounder Tournament. Two months, we lost to, I mean, really good friends, you know. We lost to them, but you know it's cool. There was a little cool, little kid named named Cole, man. Cole's on the um, what's what's this? What's that boat called, man? His, his grandparents, really good people, man. I, I talk yes, to them all the time, up. man. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey no, Rob, uh, you want to talk about you want to talk about the lifestyle of the rich and famous? It's Cole that from, guy right there. That guy Poppy's right over there. Pals. Yeah. Poppy's yeah. pals. That's the boat called oh, Poppy's cool. pals. Yeah, cool. Poppy's okay. pals. No, Pappy's pals. Pappy. Pappy. Pappy's pals. Yeah. But you know, my cold, man. Do it, D Gun. You paid for it. Exactly. <laughs> I it up there, you know what? What the, the hell? BBD. Just, just do it, man. Just do it. Um, all right. So go. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant has basically yeah. told the Nets, fire Steve Nash and and Sean Marks, who was the GM. Come on, or, man. Or else. It's either them what? or me. Yes. And 
Oh yeah. So the how owner did, how Joe. Yeah, well, the owner, Joe Sy went out to London this weekend to meet with him, and that's the, that was the mandate, the ultimatum that he laid down for him. Now, keep in mind, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are the ones that, that hired, handpicked Steve Nash, okay? Not all that long ago. Now he's yes. saying, fire him or I'm going. Like, it's this is so far out of control, man. It is, it is unbelievable. So, so the owner has already come out and said, we have full support for the GM and the coach. Yeah, he's back in how the, does, G, the front office. How does Kevin Durant play for this team now? If he doesn't get what he wants, how can he go back and play for this team now when he's already put the coach and the GM on blast? Can you imagine a contentious relationship that is now that is now brewing within yeah. that organization? Now, yeah. there's very few teams that can afford to take his salary on, which means the owner might have to take less in a trade than he wanted to just to get him out of there. Yeah. What's happening is Durant and his people are turning up the heat. That's exactly what this is. I mean, they're, they're, they've gotten to the point. He wanted to be traded uh draft night and nothing's happened. You know, he's not an easy guy to trade with all that money that he's owed. It's no. got to have to be a three team no. trade. Four years a lot of too. Yeah. So, so then tie it into Rick Buecher, uh, who's covered the NBA for a very long time uh, was on Fox sports and relate a, a story where they're in a group chat chat, excuse me, before game four. And Nets players were under the assumption that Simmons was going to try and come back. And so they're in the group chat and Simmons is in there and, and guys basically point blank. Hey man, you playing tonight. And before he could answer the question, he left the group chat. And apparently Jeez. that ticked off, that ticked off Durant. Jeez. Like this, it's just a nonstop soap opera, man. It really is. It, it, it Ben's always somehow involved, you know, in this I, stuff. I, 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 I don't it. understand. I don't understand how this young man with so much God-given talent has basically destroyed his career. I don't – and he's still in the – what is he, 25 years old? Yeah, young. He's still very young. You, you've made so much money at 25 – you've made money that most of us in America would never come close to, can only dream of. And can only live vicariously through somebody like you who is living that lifestyle. And you have the potential and the ability to make so much more. Mm-hmm. And basically, you have just disintegrated your career. I just don't understand. Now, if it's a mental health issue, right. then why are we not hearing that he's getting help to overcome this or to deal with this? Yeah. I don't get it. I just don't get it with this guy, man. I know. I he's know. not meant to get, man. He, he's one of those unique people that got raised in the atmosphere that you know he's he's been privileged his entire life you know he's been told he's been the golden child and what things he's told no they're like no you can't tell me no yeah yeah no Barry. i think there's there's been a lot of that there's been a lot of enabling and and not enough wow you know tough love i guess for lack of a better word for sure all right serena the goat serena has uh announced she did a first person essay in Vogue on Vogue.com saying, suggesting, suggesting, I should say that the U S open will be her final tournament. She admits she's got mixed feelings about the next chapter. Didn't even like using the word retirement, which tells me "Mm, we'll see. She's calling it the, the evolution of herself. She said, quote, I've been reluctant to admit to myself or anyone that I have to move on from playing tennis. Uh, Alexis, my husband and I have hardly talked about it. It's like a taboo topic. I can't even have this conversation with my mom and dad. It's it's like it's not real until you say it out loud. You know, it's a, it sounds to me like part of her kind of knows it's getting close, but 
Like she's not fully on board yet, even <clears throat> with her own decision. So I don't, I don't know if this will stick. When I, you when you have been a tennis icon like her, you yeah. have been at the top of your profession and a dominant player for so long. And all of a sudden you look up and you're 40 years old. Yeah. You know, and you know it's coming to a close. And you think, okay, when you're 20s, oh, I got plenty of time. And all of a sudden you look at, man, I'm 40 now. I've got a husband. I've got kids. You know, it, it's hard to let go. When you've had the competitive juices since you were a kid, Yeah, it's hard to let go, man. That's why Tom Brady's still hanging on, you know? I, the competitive I mean, juices. How I long is D-Gun going to be able to hold on, man? I mean, what is, when, you, when you retire, D Gun? I got about, I got about maybe if in my in, in, if my were perfect world, three or four more years, I'm out. I think fifteen. <laughs> fifteen. Fifteen sounds about right. Yeah, fifteen more years. Yeah, fifteen. Of doing years. this. Yeah. Of putting up, of putting up with verbal abuse on social media yes. and dealing with with yeah. people. No, you got fifteen in you. No, no fifteen. No, I got three or four maybe. <laughs> D gun can do anything, man. D gun huh? can do anything. D gun is on D gun time. He does. I will. I will sell this house. What? I will. I will sell this house. Get a one bedroom apartment for me and my wife if I have to, and fish my life away. And I will. I will disappear from social media altogether. I don't I need hear. it. I hear. I hear you. I hear Absolutely. All right. And then I'm gonna show up at your doorstep. Let That's me in, right. D-Gun. No, <laughs> but, see, I, but see, at that point, I'll miss you because I won't see you every day. Now, it's like I got to deal with you five days a week. You know? Oh my God, it's awesome! So it's like I'm gonna I'm hold you off as so long that, as I can. So, so that's why you don't be answering my calls on Saturday. It's exactly right. Yep, he's getting he's getting beginning no, you know practice. What? I he's getting lie. in practice. Oh, I'm gonna say, right. are you lie. really are you really gonna lie like that? Lie, really? No. He, he answers. He answers whenever I call. He does answer. Yeah. Now, now the way in which he answers. You know, it really depends. That's like what, what? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. D, sometimes D Gun is answering, and sometimes yeah. Derek's answering. You never no, know. One really, thing, there's really one constant. If his wife's around or not? That's what. Well, that's true. Yeah, that is point. true. Good point. There's <laughs> one constant when Rob Ellis and Bear Brooks call me. D Gun will answer. There's will. No question. I can that. attest to that. That is yes. absolutely accurate. Right, a lot of people birthdays. I won't get back to for weeks. I don't blame it. I only call yeah. Rob when he's. I only call Rob when he's on the show. Yeah, I'm always calling on the show. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh, birthdays. You got some good yep. ones, guys. Whitney yep. Houston. Yeah. Uh, we lost her 10 years ago. She uh, was born. years old. Mm. Unbelievable. Uh, born in 1963. Uh, Deion Sanders, 55 yep. years old. Uh, Deion. Deion. Yeah, I know. Deion unbelievable, Sanders. right? Sam Elliott, the actor with an unbelievable One voice. One of my favorite. Love Dude, Sam Elliott. All time voices, so. right? I mean, he is the epitome of Westerns. Yes. He is a pit, yeah. and then you still hear his voice on car commercials. He's, He's got still that killing deep southern draw. Yeah, I know. You know hey. his claim. His claim to fame is westerns, but um, I thought one of his best roles was in a movie with Mel Gibson. We were soldiers. I love that movie. Have you ever seen that movie? That is a good movie. He was phenomenal good movie about yep. the first first uh, first uh, 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 troops to land in Vietnam. Yes, you know four hundred yes. against three thousand. That was yeah, man. Wow. No, nah, he, he's he's really good in everything. Tombstone, really man, I love Tombstone. Tombstone yeah, yeah, Tombstone. Yeah, he's 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 good in everything. Anna Kendrick, uh, the actress, is thirty-seven. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Eric Bana, the actor who's in yep. the Hulk and a bunch of other stuff, fifty-four. Melanie Griffith, uh, who was you know huge in the eighties and, yes. and not married to uh, Don Johnson and Antonio Banderas. Uh, her she's got a daughter who's an actress. He's she's sixty-five. Um, Chris Wheeler, former Phillies broadcaster, celebrating a birthday. There as well. you go. 
So that's that's what I got for the person. I have a really cool on this date, which I can sneak in. Derek, you got Cliff Kingsbury. A couple Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. Kingsbury. Michael yeah. Kors. Lord yeah. knows I spent enough money on Michael Kors stuff. <laughs> Woo. All, All right. right. Fisher. Jason Hayward. Good, good. All good. All good. Uh, do I have another one here? Derek Fisher. Played 18 years in the NBA. The NBA coach, former yep. coach, too. Yep. All right. On this date, right. 1988, NWA yep. released straight out of Compton. Ho! Okay. One of the oh, all-timers. Classic. One of classic. the all-timers right there. Yes. Oh. So that's going to do it. We are done. Our time is done. Uh, no. Fun, no. Fun, fun, fun today. It goes too fast. Uh, want to thank our producer, Xander Krause, all of you in the chat section, all of you streaming, all of you listening, all you viewing. Uh, don't go, go anywhere. Dan Cilio is uh, coming strong at 3 o'clock with the National Football Show. Tomorrow we'll have Adam Kaplan. And we'll just keep the football talk rolling. Looking forward to it. We've got a preseason game coming up on Friday. Not all that far off. So everybody have a great rest of your Tuesday. Gentlemen, it's been fun. We will talk to you tomorrow at the same time. D-Gun, B-Brooks, our Ellis Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. The glass is for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, this. And that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. Say goodbye. 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.